Thomas A. Edison, the inventor of the phonograph, has never before permitted his voice to be recorded for the public. Today, however, he has a message for you. Good afternoon, everyone. It is the Echeverry Experiment. I am Paul with my cousins and my brothers, Chris and Matt. How's it going today, guys? Hello, Pablo. What are you, what are you guys drinking today? Because Chris was a little premature. Yeah. On the psh- I was. That's okay, though. What are you drinking? Today, I got a little bit of Heretic Evil Twin. Matt? I got the legendary Pliny the Elder. First time I've ever had it. Thank We're you, also being uh, self-sponsored by... Modelo. Mm. And Modelo's always good. Modelo's good. And what do you got? Carl Strauss, Red Trolley Ale. Yeah. So, before, you know, it's a good fallback. Yeah, we're, we're having four different. And I'm drinking responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> I got Virgil's handcrafted root beer. So it says Virgil's? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a twist cap or not, but here's It's out of Norwalk, Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, how. how... Of course, that's a twist off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's childproof. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's childproof. Wow. That, that was exciting, Paul. That was, that was terrible. Yeah. So um, any, any of the uh, our followers on Facebook and Twitter, I know that you saw that there was a birthday on Friday, and I know you probably assumed it was Chris's birthday. <laughs> Did you post something about my Well, well no. The, the reason that, it, that that happens is because when I set up, when I set up the account, it asks for your birthday. And you have to put, up, put in a birthday in order to do the registration for the account. So I put in my birthday. Didn't this happen last year? Yes, and everybody assumes it's your birthday. So. Yeah, because it happened again. So, so yeah, for, for everybody that, <laughs> everybody that uh, wished Chris happy birthday, it was actually my happy birthday, and I thank yeah. you. Yeah, because so, some guy's like, on. hey, happy birthday, dude. I just saw it right before I walked in. I'm like, what? I bet it was last month. And he's like, oh, well. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, fuck, never mind then. Yeah, w- w- one day I'll, I'll correct that, but. Yeah, just, please just do so because knows. yeah, because it throws me off every year. <laughs> the second guess yourself. Wait, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna change it. When when you're old as hell like you are, well, how you, old you is, can be confused like how that. old is hell? A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Old enough that we will not be climbing half dome like somebody in the room. Yes. Yeah. Well, Paul, just so the viewers know, I'm only a month older than you. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> hell was created a month later. <laughs> yeah. I'm old as hell, and Paul's old as hell was complete. The best month of Christmas yeah. life. Once Paul was born, hell was complete. Yeah, yeah. But and before we get to my half dome story, uh, some congratulations out there. Alex had his first collegiate football mm-hmm. game. First collegiate tackle. First collegiate tackle. Perfect snaps from what I hear. I couldn't watch it. I didn't. Couldn't stream it because I uh, didn't have an account. Can, can, can for, you say uh, a little more clearly? Perfect snap. Snap. From what I understand, I didn't see it, but I'm, you know, going with Ilios. Ilublis. From what I hear in him and Angie, but of course, Angie was a nervous wreck for some reason because, you know, proud but nervous. You know, I guess a whole different ballgame. Hmm? Understandable. Yeah. But 
apparently he did really well. Unfortunately, his team couldn't pull off the win, but uh, Southern Oregon University Raiders and starting freshman long snapper. Go Raiders. Yeah, so. Go Raiders. Good job, Alex. Proud of you. True freshman. Yes, sir. Snapper. True freshman. True, True freshman. freshman. Yeah. First so. game started. First game snapper. started. Yep. And For the Raiders. Yeah, got a tackle on, uh, on the punt. So. God, it's in the books. Mm-hmm. Making history. In the books. Yeah, so. College football, and one thing I didn't understand, why in the hell are they playing opening collegiate football in Ireland? Nebraska-Northwestern yesterday, game was in Ireland. Now, the funny part of this is <laughs> is that the internet at the venue went out, so they just gave away free beer. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> in Ireland. In Ireland, yeah. yeah. So everybody had, like, Guinness. You know? Yeah. <laughs> everybody got a, a correct, proper pour of well, Guinness. They, well, they didn't have to carry a bunch of ice. Yeah, you know, rumor has it the Irish like beer. Yeah. <laughs> rumor, and, and then in in uh, true collegiate fashion, they did the uh, beer cup snake. Oh yeah, <laughs> rubbing is record breaking. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, fun to watch. Oh, those Irish, they're so funny. Well, I think it was a lot of the Americans that went over there. Yeah, was, they travel well. Yeah, I think the entire state of Nebraska was missing half its population because they were in Ireland right. to watch this game. Who, who was, watch, man, who was manning the, the cornfields? Yeah. <laughs> to watch the Cornhuskers? To watch the Huskers. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then they lost to Northwestern. They were favored, like, big time. Yeah, like 11. Bro. And Scott Frost, Scott Frost, if he doesn't lose his job by, say, October. He's done. Then Nebraska I, has some serious AD issues. I have firsthand knowledge and you know, witness with my own eyes about Nebraska football and the fans out there. I will say this before you guys try and hunt me down. <laughs> Scott and Wendy, um, I'm not part of this statement. Or yeah. this statement. I, I will say this, that their fans are dedicated. What else is there to do in Nebraska? Yeah, but they're dedicated so far that there's not a freaking object in Nebraska that's not called Big Red or Cornhusker. Cornhusker Liquor Store. Cornhusker Laundry. Uh, Big Red Auto Dealership. Okay. You know, I mean... Cornhusker, dog hunting. I mean, you name it, they got it, bro. <laughs> Until you go a little bit east, and then it's Creighton Blue Jays yeah. basketball. Right. Well, that, yeah, that's right there, right in the middle of uh, Omaha. Yeah. Yeah. Been there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, but next week's a true start off of college football. I'm excited. Go Cal. Not expecting much, but. Go Cal Bears. Do it. Cal plays Notre Dame this year, and I'm thinking, why isn't Notre Dame playing in Ireland? At least that makes sense. Fighting Irish, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't have a conference. No, they're an independent, so so they can play another independent. They'll be on their own time. Yeah, I mean, they make their own schedule. I mean, it was fine. Obviously, it looked like it was a the big the Big Ten was the first to get that huge contract. Yeah, so the TV contract. So. I'm sure that helped. I'm sure that's something to do with it. I'll pay for it. Plus the TV rights to the game in in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so. so, uh, All right. (laughs) Ogre. Was that Revenge (laughs) of the Nerds? It was Booger. Booger. No, Booger was like a a minute. Booger defeated Ogre in the burping contest. Booger's burp was like an Eddie Van Halen solo. (laughs) (laughs) Just took forever. All right, that was decent, Paul. Was, yeah, it was. That's good. I, I, for one, am looking forward to college football. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, and and you know, I don't. I I've said this before. I don't follow pro football, NFL, but this has been filling up my Bleacher Report feed. 
it's uh it's how bad the quarterback for the 49ers is. Oh yeah. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. It just everybody's talking about him. Stories are just popping up everywhere. About okay, him. since since we're on the subject, because you know, I am I'm an anti 49 er guy. Right. And I just kept on asking him, Hey, how do you guys feel about all that money being dropped on Garoppolo? You know, obviously they bring up what's that fat dude that never that for the Raiders? What was that fat old guy that he's wasted a draft pick on a quarterback? Jamarcus Russell. They're like, what about Russell? Yeah. What about Russell? I go, well, what about Russell? <laughs> Russell's long gone, you know. But let's talk about Garoppolo. Garoppolo? Or Garoppolo. Whatever. Joe Garoppolo. Yeah, Joe Garoppolo. Jigalopolo. I was like, dude, that guy. You guys put everything on him. You had you had him sitting next to Jesus, and all of a sudden he's gone. And now he's better than the starter. Yeah. yeah. That they have. I mean, he brought him to a Super Bowl. He's he's a winner. He's a proven winner. Garoppolo's a winner. But there, Niners and he won the a, Super Bowl. No, but what, was the first so, or second year? He he's we're gonna put him in the Kelly category. Okay, fair enough. But Joe, the Joe, fact is, he's better than what they're going with. Joe Theismann. Did he ever win the Super Bowl? I got, not before he got his leg snap. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, that, I think he got a ring for being an, an announcer. Yeah. Okay, but um, what I'm getting at is the Niners have a history of doing this. They did it in Montana. Montana legendary. Four Super Bowls. Yeah. Well, they had Steve Young coming up in the wings. They got rid of Montana, and he still had playing days with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that instance, it worked out. Steve Young, Hall of Famer as well, won a Super Bowl with him. But then just kind of pushed Steve Young out and had Elvis Gerback in the wings. He was the guy. Mm-hmm. He was the next guy. Same thing. Michigan and, guy. Yeah, didn't quite work out. Not mm-hmm. quite. Alex Smith, same thing. Utah. Still had some good playing days. Yeah, out of Utah, number mm-hmm. one overall draft pick. Mm-hmm. Shoved him out. That one didn't work out either. I'm doing the same thing now. And then they went to um, Kaepernick. Kaepernick, yeah. yeah. Got him to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Didn't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that whole thing went down. Obviously, that's a, kind of a different story. But, yeah, same thing now. Asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> same thing they're doing now. They have a proven, solid starting quarterback in Garoppolo. Shoving him out for Trey Lance, and it's apparently, I don't know if you saw that. I mean, I know preseason's preseason, but damn, they looked bad. Well, they hey, looked hey, really bad this He might season. take him to Super Bowl and lose, and then he'll be a winning player. <laughs> I don't think he's taking him to the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? Yeah, I don't think they're Did you say the playoffs? playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. But anyway, that's that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to, to, it's interesting to, to hate those feeds that keep coming into my, into my, uh, yeah. Bleacher Report because I don't care. Uh-huh. Well, I, I think it's funny. I mean, I think it's you know all these teams who you know they spend all these money on all these players, you know, and, and there's all this competition to lose at the end of the season so you can get a higher draft pick. Well, surprise, yeah. surprise! The uh, professional team that I don't follow anymore, I try not to, uh-huh. um, moved to Vegas and all their players are getting in trouble. Yeah, surprise Shock. on gee, that one. Yeah, yeah gee. Yeah. Hey, happen? let's move to Sin City and hope they're yeah. choir boys. <laughs> And, and, and hell, it's a man. big contrast to the hockey team that's out there who they are not getting in trouble. Yeah. So it tells you a lot about the uh, – Surprise, surprise. Well, other hockey players from the visiting team are getting in trouble in Vegas. A couple I, I DUIs. you would have to uh, expect that, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I guess that's home ice, right? <laughs> I mean, it's Vegas. Then we hear about the hockey coach that, like, puts leg restraints on on Friday nights before games. <laughs> You're not going out. Time to the bed. Yeah. They just have their, uh, their side pieces come to the room. You don't have to go out. Bring your sleeping bags. You're staying out of the stadium on Friday nights. 
that. So, I mean, it was inevitable. Every knew it was going to happen. Okay, let's go half dome. Let's go half dome. Okay. Well, as mentioned last uh, last podcast, I was, got the opportunity to or got the invite to go hike half dome, which is a bucket list item of mine. Check. And it was just the most perfect storm for me to be able to go. Everything was set up. All I had to do was just show up on time. That's it. Um, friend of mine, coworker. Uh, maybe we'll try to give him a call in a minute here, but his wife and friends, they just set up everything. Just, I mean, I'm convinced after being with them, they can herd cats. They're just the most organized, <laughs> dialed people, no matter what. Like just everything was taken care of. Lodging, where we're going to eat, when we're going to eat, mm-hmm. when we're going to start, what do you need? Oh, I got extra if you don't need it. That kind of stuff. They're just <laughs> dialed on it. So all I had to do is just show up and we're going to carpool down there, caravan. There's 13 of us going. And, you know, so I was one of the 13. And again, I show up, get on the way, meet up with everybody, lunch on the way, Yosemite, a quick, easy drive. You know, show up at the uh, hotel right outside the park. Again, just done. I didn't, felt like I needed to contribute more because everything was just. So it was just plug and play. Everything. Yeah. Yep. You're here. This is when you're here. Be there. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, lodging. I mean, it was just too easy for me. Like, it's, I've never. I've never had anything that organized that easy. Ever, ever since sixth grade camp. <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah. I mean, we weren't camping, it was in a hotel outside, right. but, so drive up on a Monday, get to the hotel, you know, and it's right outside the park, nice, pretty area, you know, of course, it's the hottest week of the year so far, you know, it's mm. in, right outside Mariposa, like El Portal, it was like well over 100 degrees, it was hot as hell. But driving in, did you see any of the aftermath of the fires? Uh, yeah. I did? Yeah, you see them all over the place, and, and that was a concern, backtracking a little bit. Going, uh, you know, so I got the invite a couple months ago, and we're all dialed, ready to go. Everybody, everything's set. Everything's prepped. We're just crossing our fingers. Okay, no fires till then. No fires till then. We don't want fires at all. But okay, but this is going to happen. The only thing that can stop us is a fire. And then, no. So luckily made it. But anyway, so get there Monday. Wake up way early uh, Tuesday morning because it's like a 12-hour hike. So mm-hmm. you have to start before uh, the sun rises, and it's still dark. Headlamps and all. If you want to get down without coming in back in the dark, which is more dangerous, but, but so as we wake up and drive to the, in the park, uh, it's so early. There's no Rangers at the station. Or anything. Is it still like $60 to get into the park? Uh, it's 30, but okay. there's no Ranger. If it's, that's only between the hours of like, um, 6 AM, 6 PM, something oh, okay. like that. And you have to have reservations. If you, if you go there, even just to drive through and don't have reservations, they'll turn you around. Cause it, uh, it's just so insanely crowded now. Now last year I went there and, just for a day trip, and I paid the thirty dollars, but I did not have to have a reservation. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just so. Maybe it's there's some months or, or yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure. Again, I so took care of nothing. They they had it all. Maybe Matt went to the Bizarro. Yeah, the backwards world. Yeah, the backwards yeah. world where you don't where they pay you to go in. It was also midweek too. I don't know if that was again. Yeah, I had I went Bizarro Yosemite, back way. Everything's backwards. But I went in November, so that could be the. Uh, What's that? Peak season, yeah. Well, the well, the summer, yeah, yeah. So that might there are just road signs, not Caltrans signs, mm-hmm. saying reservations required. Again, I had to do nothing of the planning sort, so I just along for the ride. But um, I was going to say something about a parking ticket, but since you guys mentioned, I go left field <laughs> from last. I'll wait. I'm always, okay. getting, I'm always getting scolded before and after our Matt will po- Matt will good point idea. to you. Yeah. yeah, good idea. I already did the vert and emerging <laughs> right. Step and redirect. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll explain that. Yeah, yeah. In a minute. Anyways, um, so get to the park. We all 
three different cars. There's 13 of us again. And as we're getting out, we're noticing ash in the air in the morning because they turn on their headlamps. I said, wait. Uh, well, that's great for a good nature hike. That's got to be for camp. Yeah, that's just be, a campfire, right? It'll be good campfire. breathing. It's got to be. Yes. I mean, it's not super a campfire. thick. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's where we park the trailheads right next to the, um, one of the campgrounds, like the major campgrounds. Okay. So people are, you know, having. Okay. like, no, nah, this isn't. This isn't a campfire. This is like, damn it, this whole time. And now we're going to figure out, you know, but anyway, so we, no big deal. It's not too thick. Didn't hear any otherwise because if, you know, if we were in a danger, I'm sure all the rangers would be out there. But, so anyway. you hiked half done with ashes going in your lungs? No, I'm getting to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've done much worse. Much. And this is the first time I've been to Yosemite since eighth grade. I've been close and I've been up there for fires, but. Completely different. You can't see anything when everything's on, you know, mm-hmm. so much smoke. So completely different experience. And I've been looking forward to this. And it was just the moment we left, just having a great time. But, um, yeah, got the headlamps on. Everybody's got the gear checked. It's get started hiking at 3.50 a.m. So it's it's dark for a couple hours still. 3.50 a.m.? 3.50 a.m. Yeah, but, and it's right from the start. Who, who was this guy's wife, a drill sergeant or what? No. <laughs> She's, but you know what? Her and her group of friends I was talking about, I think they run like five miles every day. They, just, they wake up. At 3 up, o'clock in the morning? Like, uh, probably pretty early, yeah. Get your lazy ass up, man. Yeah. It's already 3 for 3, 3.30. Yeah. So they, they get up, they go do their run, and they go to Starbucks or something. And you know, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably the most in-shape people I've ever had. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm in shape, too. Round? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're all in A-shape. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, round. Physically fit. I would go with that. I'll call him Husky. Yeah, Husky. <laughs> When I get in my car, you're fitting a yeah. fucking, you're fitting a circle into a square. So there you go. <laughs> but I mean, so yeah, I mean, I had to prep for. I want. I didn't want to make want to be that guy. Oh my god, wait. Hold on a second. I didn't want to be that. So I went to hike in the hills out here, but I still wasn't, you know, prepared enough. I right. should have been in better shape right. going into this. But I made sure I had the appropriate shoes and whatnot. But you didn't have like the 66 year old triathlete passing you up, did you? Oh, they're out there. I know they are. Yeah, That's what I mean. yeah, they're out there. Um, not passing us, but they're with us. All right, yeah. so. so yeah. So when you're going up, I guess I'm jumping ahead, but I'm curious. When you're going up, do you have people? You said that you were in a group of 13. Yeah. Do they have like a different start times so the group of 13 can get up a ways oh, no. before the next group comes up? Or it's just like free yeah. for all and anybody goes the same So time? it's midweek. It wasn't that crowded. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, it can get really, really crowded there. But um, we saw a couple other groups. You know, hiking about the same time. There's different people going different paces, different age groups. But uh, we were by far the biggest group I'd seen. But, yeah, to answer that, it was, uh-huh. wasn't too crowded on the trail at, a, at any given point. Okay. Um, Did you guys all wear the same color shirt? No. It's not like Disneyland? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> but pretty much right from the start of it, right at the trailhead, it's uphill. I mean, it's, it's uh-huh. like a 5,000 foot, but the valley floor is, what, 4,000 feet or so? And Somewhere. the top of Half Dome is like 8,800 feet. Mm-hmm. 8,800 feet. It's up there. But right from the start, you're going to find out if you can do this or not, because it's even on the paved part. It goes up. Okay. It's straight up. Like, oh, man. I'm, like, the first half mile, I'm huffing and puffing. And we're like, oh, shit. I hope I can keep up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, here, here, tie this rope around your waist. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. me you. up. But, I don't know, obviously, it was. And at this point, it's still a little smoky. We're like, oh, man. We mm-hmm. can't see anything, though. Like, eh, but, but we're still getting up. We're good. Get, up, get to the point where it finally gets off the paved path. And it's, there's a famous trail. It's part of a half-time hike called the Mist Trail, where you go past two waterfalls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find out really fucking fast if you're going to be able to do this or not. There's cliffs on the side, you no, know, but and at this point it's still bar, I mean, dark when we get to the waterfalls, but you can still see it and hear it, and it's like a half moon. It's just 
gorgeous, beautiful view. Everywhere, every couple feet, see another gorgeous, beautiful view. It's, it's Yosemite for crying out loud. You know, it's awesome. Hi, Eva. Okay, now, now you said that when the girls came in. Did you guys hear all the banging? Yeah. So you, could, you didn't see it, Paul, but these two are just, you know, Sophie and neighbor are here in the limb room. They put their cups down. And they're like ninja fighting, trying to be as quiet as possible, arguing about straws. <laughs> and I'm just watching. I'm thinking, they're ninjas. Ninja you, can't even hear them. Yeah. you can't even hear them hit each other. <laughs> they even hit in silence. They're ninja, ninja girls, and uh, you get a black eye. They're not even over there. Yeah. So how, how much stuff did you guys pack in your packs? Yeah, good to, question. To go okay, on? so I have a couple of those camel packs. You know, you mm-hmm. put the water in it. But I'm weird. I, don't, I hate those things. I, take the, I took the actual pouch out with the mm-hmm. water so i just stuffed a bunch of water bottles in there the bladder you took the bladder out yeah it's just, the water's gross and you know, it's just, i don't know i just prefer bottled water over it so i was able to fit seven water bottles in there and you didn't like put like three whole milk in it yeah, yeah right why don't you just pour the water bottles because water the doesn't stay cold and like who knows how long it's been you know it's been sitting out there you can never get them really fully clean it's fermenting yeah it's just the, the little straw thing it's just my own preference it's the straw thing it's all nasty and everything I, you don't buy a new one every time no believe it or not I don't know. Yeah, so I had seven water bottles of water and like three Gatorades, which is plenty, uh-huh. and trail mix and like Cliff bars, things like that. Okay, so I had plenty and sufficient. I was actually able to share some of the water on the way down. So, mm. uh, you know, I do have a little bit of experience with strike teams, and whatnot, what to pack, how much to pack, how much to drink, stay mm-hmm. hydrated, things like that. Things like that. How long did the whole hike take? We'll get there. Every time, oh my God. Okay, <laughs> Chris is on like cruise control at right. hundred and ten here. <laughs> And it's killing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's killing them. But anyway, like the point is, so as we're hiking up this mist trail, yeah, it's it's finally starting to get light. But I mean, literally every couple hundred feet, you see a new view. It's like, whoa, holy shit. And it's a beautiful day. You know, very few clouds in the sky. Uh, the smoke eventually lifted. So that wasn't an issue. They were actually doing a controlled burn on a couple of ridges down. So it wasn't. Wasn't an issue. It was just little at first, like, oh, shit, here we go. Now, when you say a couple of ridges down, mm. nobody knows what you're talking about. A <laughs> couple of mountain, ran- mountain ranges. Over. Well, it wasn't even a range. But it, was, it was several miles away. Okay. That way. And it was controlled. All right. Um, and you could see it. We couldn't see where it was coming from until we got to the top of Half Dome. Mm. But anyway, um, so the, this, this hike is not for the meek. It's, it was probably the most physically strenuous thing I've had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, by the time I got to the top, even before you get to the top, I'm like, man, this is this is legit. This is, this is real. Like, you got to work for it. So me and it's Chris are it. not just going to cross this off of our bucket list. We're just going to, like, erase it. I would not just recommend it. Just black it, it yeah. out. It yeah. didn't exist. If, if you didn't prep for this, I would not recommend it. Well, first of all, it wasn't even on the same page as my bucket okay. list. <laughs> and now it's not even going to be, like, yeah. the same thought frame. But you know what? Like, by the time you get to the end, like, I can't remember the last time I felt that that sense of accomplishment up there. Uh-huh. Um but even before you get there, like, so for those familiar with Half Dome, you know, it gets up to a certain point where the trees are, and then it's just solid granite. Mm-hmm. It's just granite all the way up. There's no more trees up there. Mm-hmm. It's just the tree line. It's probably about 8,000 feet or so. But, you know, there are spots where it's pretty level, you know, and just maybe just a gradual incline. And then there's other spots where you're climbing up, like, granite staircases. Okay. But it's, it's awesome the entire way. And, like, that's what kind of keeps you going is the adrenaline. Like, wow, what, what are we going to see next? Well, what are we going to mm-hmm. see next? You know, and as we're going and... As the light, the sun comes up, you know, over, over the mountains, I'm pointing out to my buddy, John, oh, oh there's Half Dome. That's where we're going. He's like, what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? 
But he's just kind of, it wasn't on his bucket list, but, you know, he's going along with his wife. You know, his wife's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to this. You want to go? And he's like, yeah, I guess. Because if he says no, then there's no really good beer. Yeah, he'll pick and choose what, you know, his his wife, uh, Kim, um, and her group of friends, they're just go-getters. So as soon as they finish that, they plan another one. They run marathons. They do different, you know, just always on the go. And It's always nice when you have people to do that with, too. Right, right. That are enthusiastic about it. So John picks and chooses which ones he's, uh, you know, going to. That's a good life. Partake in, it's right? a good life yeah, when you can do that. Yeah. And they're all, and I got, I'd imagine they're all just great people, just great group of people to go hiking with. I couldn't imagine a uh, better group to be with. Why don't we call but John? We will in a second. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going with this. But anyway. <laughs> well, fucking land a plane then. <laughs> right. <laughs> ADHD. Uh, yeah, right? You guys are killing me, dude. Come on. <laughs> anyway, but. Every question I, anytime I open my mouth, we'll get there. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> So we get to the sh- what's called the shoulder or subdome, okay. the shoulder of the road, and along the way there's these famous mm-hmm. like cables to get to the very top of half dome, and you have uh-huh. to literally pull yourself up. It's steep. It's like a 45 degree angle, and mm-hmm. you have to like, if you're afraid of heights, you're not doing it. There's just no okay. way, and you have to check in with the ranger before you even get to that point. They check your pulse and stuff. No, like yeah. So they check your um, your reservations. You could hike <laughs> all the way up there, but if you didn't make reservations, uh-huh. they'll send your ass back. Send you back there. Yeah. I did, the, I did the half the half climb. Yeah, you can do a half a half yeah. dome. <laughs> yeah. So before it rises, you get past the tree line. Yeah, Chris is pouting over there. I'm not pouting. I'm just waiting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait so, for you. I'll answer all it, the questions I've had so far. Yeah. Yeah. Questions, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got questions. But, so the ranger gives you a little spiel. Said, um, no, if people don't feel comfortable, don't push them. You know, if, if they're scared, like if they're terrified, they shouldn't be out there. Don't push them. Uh-huh. You know, if they're a little uncomfortable... You know, maybe you can give them a little nudge, but mm. don't make something somebody do something they're not going to want to because you can die. <laughs> like, can you, you can, be, die. can you imagine being the ranger and having to climb that every day to yeah. be, tell people? So we actually asked her don't about go that. up or go down. You know? Yeah, we asked her because sometimes I camp here, sometimes I go halfway down. You know, so it's. Oh. I mean, there. I have a question, but I'm going to see if you get to it first. Or yeah. Not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm but on no. fucking. She's like microphone restriction. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so we get up there in about half our group. Once it gets really steep, like it's, you're on a cliff. You know, and at one point we're taking a little break, sitting down. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm completely comfortable with heights. I don't have any problem with it. Uh-huh. But, you know, people in our group are having like, I don't know what I can do this. So we lost about half the group. So once we got to the cables, okay. like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Oh, okay. So, which, you know, if the ranger didn't give their spiel, probably like, oh, come on. Or we got the, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on. But after that spiel, I thought, yeah, exactly. But the ranger was pretty convincing of how you probably shouldn't push people past their comfort levels, I guess. Emotional yes. damage. But anyway, so, but yeah, you get up there and right as I'm like halfway up the, uh, the cables mm-hmm. and the cables, the very last part, I start cramping up. Like, oh, shit, oh, oh somebody no. got to carry you yeah. down right on, like right in the quads. Like, oh no, basket. not having it, not having it, but. Finally made it to the top and it felt like this rush of just adrenaline, accomplishment, euphoria. achievement, euphoria, like holy and it just, you overlook the valley, like, oh my God. Like, holy hell, this is this is what it's all about. This is what it's for. for. It, was, it was totally worth it the entire time. So like bucket list complete and it lived up to the hype is everything I hoped for. And that's awesome. I do recommend it who if anybody's been questioning it, you know, considering it. Highly recommend it. it. It's everything it's meant to but be. But just be ready for it. Be ready for it. Be Physi- prepared. Physically. Yes. Any questions? Any questions, Chris? Well, let me, let, me just, let me say this. You didn't answer one fucking question. 
that I asked that you said, we'll get there. You didn't get there. Okay. How long does it take? How long does it take to get all the way up? Okay. I knew you had that question. So that's okay. Uh, we you just didn't want to get all it. the way up. He wanted you to ask the, the question. Round trip. Well, I got the stats here. Let's see, we got back about. Well, I could have Googled it. I mean, how was it? No, well, it's, it's different for everybody because you actually take a different trail. You, you have options about halfway down. You can take a different way down than you did up because coming down on the, the mist trail, like I was talking about, it's mm. the granite staircase. That'd be really, really hard on the knees. You mm. could do it, but the John Muir trail going down, it's a couple miles longer, but it's more gradual. Well, how long um, did it take you to get to the top? Oh, let's see, as a group, let's see what time we got to go. Eight hours? Eight hours? Yeah, something like that. Holy shit. Let's see. Seven? Seven, Seven hours? hours? Yeah, to the okay. very, very top. Okay, so the next question that I was going to ask before you got to it mm-hmm. was, what happens if somebody gets a, a quarter mile up, three quarter miles up, and they freak out and they just can't go any farther? They just like, I can't go, I can't, I can't do it. Wait for the rest of the group. And then go down. Hang tight. Yeah, go back down. There's actually a story about that, but we won't, <laughs> we won't get into that. Was somebody uh, piss their pants? No, not quite like that, but just kind of disappeared and found them at the bottom of the trail later. But long story. Did they they were still alive. Right? That, that's a whole other story. Right? Yeah. We found them. Everything is fine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was yeah. like, well, did they just like take the short route? That, the they, fast route? Yeah. Okay. Fast track? Free fall route? That's a, that's a long story. But we met him. We met that person back down at the car and everything all okay. as well. A little frustration with that, but everything, everything ended well. Because, you know, if people go missing up there, you kind of worry. You know? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but, no, everything was fine there. It's, it's not like be missing at a baseball game, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think we've all done that. <laughs> yeah, you could at least get away home with that. Because uh, I always wonder if somebody, like, they have a panic attack when they're halfway, three-quarters of their way. First okay. of all, how are you going to calm them down? Do they have an emotional support guide? Right. So Do they gurney them down? I will say about the, with the cables – it's one way up, one way down. There's right. just two cables. You just like, got to stay between them. You know, they're about waist high, and you're literally pulling yourself up. So people going up and down at the same time. And before they had these reservations, it would be like a 45-minute wait just to get on the damn things. But even now, still, when there's fewer people, some people get up there and just freeze up, tense up. They're yeah. not going one way or the other. Right. And you can't get around them. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I was getting to. Yeah. yeah, that's when people get pissed, and they go around, and then they slip and fall, and that's when people die in Yosemite. Mm. But luckily, we didn't have anything like that. We had people that were really slow on the cables. Yeah. So you're hanging there longer than you need to be, and that gets frustrating. But like even on the cables, some people in the group were like, I, I, I might go back down. I was like, you're halfway there. Just so you know, you didn't get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I want people to know that's how Matt blows me off. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to that. See, I'm, I'm looking up the stats here. It's like 297 floors climbed. Uh, let's see. And I'm looking for, so Kim actually sent me a picture of her. She has like a little Fitbit thing. It's way more accurate than my phone, I'm sure. But, yeah, I mean, everything, in, it lives up to the hype. That's all I can really say. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single turn, there's a new waterfall, a stream, half dome itself, the view, everything. Um, at one point, there's like um, fighter jets doing training or something. You know, one of the people in groups said, what are jets doing up here? I was like, we're at 8,000 feet. Like, we're in the sky. We're, what are, what are jets you know, doing up here? Yeah. What uh, are the planes fr- doing here? Yeah, well, they're flying there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, kind right. of in yeah. the air, their airspace. Yeah, they're yeah. going to land on the runway right now. That's what they're doing. Yeah, but the group was just, it's an awesome group. Everybody supporting each other. Great time. Like, I, I can't, I can't build up the hype enough because, I mean, it lived to it. Every, it was everything I expected it to be. And thank you, John, I can't bring me along. It was outstanding how long did you have that euphoric feeling still got afterwards? it yeah? still got it yeah of course my body was sore um i thought it'd be a lot worse than i was the next day mm-hmm. uh the worst was the blisters you know i thought i had mm-hmm. decent shoes i found out on the way back i did not 
Okay, so blisters on the ball of your feet, just not, not fun. Still working with that too. But <laughs> prepared with the moleskin and band aid, whatever. Uh-huh. But just not quite good enough shoe. Any questions, Chris? No. <laughs> you're incredible, Paul. Matt, you're incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, you've answered everything that I was ever wondering about. Half done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but no, me saying that. What was it built? Yeah, yeah. What was it built? Who carved yeah. it? Yeah, who carved it? Yeah, it's I don't know, still in the euphoric state. Like, wow, I, I did it. I, we were joking, like, uh, what was their first half done on Mount Rushmore? Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing how Rushmore is carved with his face. Yeah. <laughs> Where's but, the rest uh, of the dome yeah. if it's only a half dome? If it wasn't so hard, how come you didn't climb El Capitan afterwards? Yeah, yeah, which is you're just seeing those things too. Like, yeah. the mount climber up there, and you see a little flash of the carabiner. It's like, oh, geez, they're yeah. handsome. That's massive. Got a little speck. When I went last yeah. year on one of the faces of one of the the uh, mountains or the cliffs or whatever you want to call it. There were two people that were climbing, but they were on like a ledge. And there were people, you know, down by the road who had those, those uh, camera lenses that go really, really far. Uh-huh. And so I kind of caught up to what they were looking at. And I was looking through my camera. There were these two little specks. One guy was wearing an orange jacket or something. The other mm-hmm. one was, I don't even, I, I just saw, you know, like hands. And they looked like insects just stuck to the side of the mountain. <laughs> and they didn't move. So we were all thinking, you know, are they stuck? Do they you know, need help? Is somebody going to call? Has somebody called? You know, are they well, just how resting? can you help them? Well, you have to call the rescue crew. Yeah, but how does the rescue? They climb, climb they up climb and up grab there, them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they climb up there and they harness them and then they lower them down. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not like. So, but, but I mean, you know, I, I sat there and I watched and they didn't move. And so I said, okay, well, I'll just check later on, see, see if they're still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> well, they, there's guys that free climb that. Yeah. Uh, El Capitan, yeah. they free climb. No yeah. ropes, no nothing. Yeah. Free solo, that was a good yeah. documentary on that. Yeah. yeah. No ropes, no nothing. Just climbing like you and I climb trees as kids. Mm-hmm. I think it takes like the average mountain climber like days to do it. Right. The free solo guy did it in like two hours. Yeah. Without a rope. Just nuts. But uh, he's called Spider-Man. Yeah. He's called crazy. I found the uh, the stats from Kim's little uh, Fitbit thing. It was just about 14 hours total time, 19 and a half miles, 5,158 feet elevation gain. So it's, it's a trick. It's a trick. I could fly that. Hmm? I'll go up there in a helicopter. <laughs> drive that. Yeah. No, it's – see, now I feel like I got the bug. What's next? Somebody falls or I – mean, I ain't going up hell cap, that's for sure, but <laughs> – yeah. Something that's a whole different training session, yeah. Right. Sessions, all right. So, let's see what else we got on topics today. Um, baseball umps suck. Okay, so on top of the average sucky calls with baseball umps, why is this year even worse? It's just more prevalent. Like every game, there's like a god awful call, strike zones are. I mean, literally pitches right down the middle. No I mean, let's, 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 put, let's put some background on this. Okay, last year, the year before, one umpire in particular, Angel Hernandez, was known as the worst yes. umpire in baseball. If you're an umpire, <laughs> nobody should know your name. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and this guy, it didn't, matter what, it didn't matter what city he was in. He was always on ESPN for the shitty calls that he made. And it seems like last year, was it, he was just constantly on there. You know, guys... The players and coaches and owners, if they say anything about it, about the umpires, they get fined. Right. You know, so nobody wants to get fined. 
so you know they kind of have to keep their mouth shut. This year, people guys are getting fined left and right because they don't they're, they're just tired of it. It's so bad. They're tired of the umpires deciding games. Now, weren't they supposed to go to like the electronic strike zone? The robo lumps. They've been talking about it, and yeah. I think after this year, it's probably going to be like they're they're already yeah. messing with it in the um, experimenting. I'll say in minor leagues, some minor leagues. How's it working out? I honestly, I don't know. I'm in attention. I mean, if it's the same strike zone, game after game after game, then. But it's not. But it's not the same strike zone. Well, yeah, you know, that's for, the, for well, now. That's I mean, now. It's so I mean, inconsistent. Uh, yeah. it, the consistency is is terrible. I mean, was it top of the knees to the bottom of the lettering or something like that? Top of the knees to like yeah, lettering across the chest. Lettering across the chest. A, yeah. a lot of it that I'm seeing on my on my feeds, and one of them is uh, is John Boy Media, who he follows he follows baseball really really well, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, and, and he pulls up the videos and he'll do the slow-mo and he, he'll explain things and he'll even do the lip reading, which is pretty funny. <laughs> but, um, but in a lot of the videos that he's showing, the strike zones are so inconsistent that only thing that is, is consistent are the bad calls. Consistently inconsistent. Cons- yeah. So, so for instance, you, you know, if, if a pitcher is, is throwing uh, low and outside, okay, He'll get a, he'll get a strike that that's right on the digital corner that they're showing on the screen on the TV screen, but then the guy will throw one that is is higher up in that same location, well into the box, and they'll call it a ball. Mm. The next pitch can be totally outside of the box, and they'll call it a strike. It's just it, it, there's absolutely no consistency, and it's not just Angel Hernandez this year; it's other it's other umpires. Yeah, it's a lot. There's uh, there are two other things that are just really being called inconsistent. One, one happened, um, I think it was yesterday is, is, uh, access the, the lane to first base or to home plate. Mm. So for instance, when, when the base runner is running from, from the batter's box to, uh, first base, the, the runner in this situ- situation was running to the base, but he ran towards the in towards the inside of the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, supposed to run between the lines. That's why there's that second yeah. line between. And so he was running, he was running on the inside of the line. And so when I think it was the pitcher threw it to first base, it hit the runner in the back as he was touching the base and he was called safe. But then the, de- the team that was on defense wanted to replay the call for the umpires and they ended up calling him out because he had stepped, he had stepped, you know, on the inside of that of that line onto the grass, which was yeah, it was essentially blocking the path of them. Right, yeah, right. yeah. So, so it's there's inconsistency there because because sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't. And when they do the replays, the replay decision comes from New York, from the league office. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, it's funny because these umpires are, are arguing, are getting argued with by the managers, mm-hmm. and the managers like, I didn't make the call. You know, I called them out. Yeah. I call them safe. You, <laughs> you know? mean the umpires? Yeah, yeah, the umpires. Yeah. Umpires, like, I call them safe, you know, and, and I didn't make the call. I didn't make the call. And, and, and they have a point there. You know, in, in that instance, they do have a point there. Right. You know, it's somebody who's not even in the stadium who's, you know, who's watching the replay and making that call. The other, the other thing is the, uh, what became the Buster Posey rule, mm-hmm. where if a, if a, somebody on the, on the defense, say that, somebody in the outfield is throwing to the plate, to get a runner out. The catcher 
before the Bussy, Buster Posey got ruled when, when you know, he destroyed his leg. He was, the catcher was able to block the plate, completely block the plate. Before he had the ball. Before he had the ball. Right. Okay. So after he destroyed his leg, they made the rule that the catcher cannot block the path to the plate. The, the runner has to have a path to the plate all the way until the catcher has the ball in their possession. Then they can block the plate. Yeah. Okay. So, so the catcher has to be on the right side of the baseline. They have to be Before on, they on, have the ball. They have to be in play on yeah. on the in play side the of the front front. home plate. Right, the front. Yeah. So there was there was a play where one of the catchers, he had his foot on the line, and as he was in the motion of catching the ball, he slid his leg down to block the plate, right with his leg. the The runner had to kind of slide around his leg, and completely miss first base. And so. They called him. They called him out because he got tagged. But then when they replayed it, they called him safe. Somebody in New York at the league office called him safe. So you know, there's all this inconsistency of you know how, how they're gonna how they're gonna call this because other guys you know they make yeah. the tag. The uh, the team that's batting calls for a replay. So that's almost like the tuck rule, and it's safe. It's someone. Yeah, there's no consistency to right. the caller to the right. play. Yeah. So um, so I mean, it just it just kind of makes the game complicated to watch yeah it's just the inconsistency of it this year especially is just off the charts yeah, it's just really it's so frustrating because the very next series you get a whole new umpire crew in there and it's mm-hmm. totally different calls different strike zones different right. you know safer out calls at home different blocking the path of the runners it's just right. it's so frustrating to watch it's like nfl you know it's yeah nfl gets so bad it's unwatchable See, i never have yeah. much to say anymore because i to be honest with you i'm Almost done with professional sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, getting there. Huh? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, they're paying. They're getting paid way too much. Mm-hmm. They cry way too much for playing a game. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, they do. And the, and the rules are you know are inconsistent. And when you do enforce them, you know, that's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And then they're moving everywhere. They move where the money's at. They don't even have any loyalty yeah. to the towns anymore. All valid points. Yeah. So I don't. Even, I'm. I'm even the umpiring in the Little League World Series yes. has been terrible. Yeah, and, and and granted, those guys aren't professionals; those guys are volunteers, you know. But I, I well, think they have replay too. The Little League World Series, they have replay. Yeah, and they use it a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? How much can we learn from the Little League World Series? Other than the coaches saying, you know, their eighteen-year-olds are fourteen. Yeah, you know, other than that, yeah, yeah. other than that, how much can we learn from? Yeah, it's good know, sportsmanship. Kids? In that. It's good to see. Yeah. Every year, you always got, see something. Kid that yeah. got binged by the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, then the pitcher felt real bad. The dude's like, it's, you know, came up to the mound. Yeah. It's all right, bro. Yeah, it's okay. We'll treat it. What happens? Yeah, hit him in the head. And yeah, yeah. Kid I came mean, off of first base, go let the pitcher know he's all right. And, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. sportsmanship right there. That's, yeah. a, that's what we're supposed to learn from yeah. it. Yeah. Instead, you got all these mean muggings yeah. <laughs> from, the, from the professionals. Yeah, instead yeah. of professionals are rushing the mound because. You got you know, uh, Robin Ventura rushing. Yeah, uh, or Nolan, Nolan Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't work out too well for him. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> What's that guy from the Giants, an 80 year old dude that got tossed by a. Uh, um, Giant? I mean, the um, Yankees. Zimmer? That was the Red Sox. Zimmer? No, it was Lasorda. Damn, no, 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 it was Tony Lasorda, wasn't it? Old chubby white guy from get, the Yankees. Don Zimmer. No, Don Zimmer's not Who did he get tossed guy. by? Who did he get tossed by? Pedro Martinez. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah. Pedro, like, tossed him to the side. And yeah, yeah. I don't think he tossed him. He kind of dodged him and kind of yeah. helped him down. Step and redirect. Yeah. yeah. Lasorda got thrown. Lasorda got thrown. He, yeah. <laughs> You, got, you had to feel bad, <laughs> but you got all that, and then the little leaguers yeah. are like, "Dude, it's all right, don't trip." Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, I, yeah, you hit me, but okay. 
Yeah. Farthest okay. port. And you don't have you don't have the catchers, you know, putting the target way on the inside, right. you know, on, yeah, his, right. on his head. Yeah, you don't have little leaguers on the you know, yeah. outfield giving out the signs. They're, they're not putting their glove. <laughs> they're not yeah. putting their glove behind the the batter, so the pitcher throws it. You know, throws behind the pitcher. Right. Yeah. 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 Little League Series is Little League World Series is fun. Fun to watch every year because there's always every single year there's a story like that. Every year. Yeah. Good sportsmanship. Oh yeah, this kid went. Yeah. In, uh, I, you know, I was, was proud of those kids. Yeah. Oh, spe- uh, speaking of youth sports, I'm great. Thanks. Um, did you see that video going around of uh, there's a high school football team, and I guess they do a uh, an event where they let the moms just go and take a free shot at the kids. <laughs> they put the moms in pads, and they just start at their own kids or other at their kids? own kids. Oh, that's <laughs> their own kids. So they, everybody's in pads, and these moms start I don't know, 20, 30 yards away, and the kids are standing in front of a, a mat or something. These moms are just going full on spearing them, boom, <laughs> <just> <laughs> blasting. Them. You, you know, you know Stevie's mom, who's the real good-looking one. You know that everybody's right. always looking right. at. You know, they're, they're cheering for her, yeah. you know, running thirty yards. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, some of these moms are just like full on. You know, feet leaving the ground, just blasting just laying their kids spear, out. You know, blah. Dads just, are over there. You know, but you get the linemen. You yeah. know, there's a six, six, three hundred pound kid, right. and you know, a petite four foot nine mom running just bounces off. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I mean, they're all good sports about it. Tell the moms you're having a good time. Like, yeah. you know, all the practices are brought to you, all the equipment I took you to. You know, make sure your grades are up. So fun. Like yeah. shit, now the mom lays a kid out. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, dear. Right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want me to make your favorite dinner? Yeah. <laughs> or he blows out his knee and he can't play. Right. Yeah. Well, like in, for Audrey's team, they have, and I, I don't think it's just Audrey's team. I think it's like a hockey tradition, youth hockey. They always have a play, uh, parents versus kids game. Mm-hmm. But at least out here, most of the parents can't skate. Right. So it pretty much turns into the coaches versus kids. You know. But that doesn't usually end very well. Nice. That was a cute toot. <laughs> very petite. Yeah. That's a cute toot from your yeah. I think, sarsaparilla. Uh, sarsaparilla. <laughs> I'll bring that next time. Yeah. yeah. Sarsaparilla. Yeah, I got to get an Amy in that game. I haven't played it yet either. I don't have any equipment or anything. But Did uh, did Audrey do her, her uh, hockey-thon thing? She did her skate-a-thon, yep. They did 100 laps. And then, you know, that's... Did she do the 100 laps? She did 100 laps, yeah. I'm glad that I just did a flat, right. <laughs> flat amount then. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a, how do you a explain, lot of skating. How do you explain? You know, when when the thought process of it's a hundred laps. If I do a dollar per lap, she's going to do the hundred laps yeah. just to you know just to bucks. make the money. How do you explain the cheap skatedness of doing like right. a, a quarter a lap? You know, <laughs> it's really not that cheap though. Obviously, yeah. like one of Amy's friends is doing it. Oh, is a dollar lap sufficient? You know, so Amy called her like, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a lot of money. It's they do. They're going to make sure they do a hundred laps. Like they're going to do a right. hundred. Right. You know, they they do. They have a certain time slot to do it in, and they're going to do it. The coaches make sure they do it. Uh-huh. You know, and that's a lot of laps. That's I mean, she was gassed after that. Oh, sure. Yeah, and they mix it up a little bit. You know, they'll skate backwards or. When they drive, when they go uh, by the blue paint, you know, they'll have to do their uh, their favorite hockey celebration or whatever, or do their dance move as they go by the parents. <laughs> so they mix it up, things like that. Uh, so try to scare somebody watching, so they'll go by and like slam their stick, you know, just somebody jump. <laughs> um, the best one is when they play asteroids toward the end. I think it's just the coaches want to peg all the kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so they have to skate the laps, but between the blue lines, you know the um, the coaches are. Chucking pucks at them. <laughs> nice. Funny. I mean, not full on slap shots or anything, but if you get right. hit, you're out. Right. You know, so they're all just ba 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 ba. Got you, Jake. Get out of here. Got you, Andre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Evan, I saw you. Get out. No cheating. You know, they're just chucking. Them. Oh, all right, geez. next round. <laughs> they're just kidding. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> so 
like that. That looks like fun. I said, if I'd have known yeah. that, I would have volunteered to help out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chucking pucks at kids. But you're going to be the uh, locker room dad again. No, you? I shouldn't be huh? this year. No, I hope not. You did your time? I did my time. Dude, I you know what I'm doing this year? I'm working the beer booth. Okay. Which is outstanding. That was fun. You get paid in beer. Yeah. It was. It's a good time. It's a good cause. Good time. Me and Paige are like birds. Groupies. <laughs> we, know we, we don't know anybody. Yeah. But we're going to help poor we beers. Know. We know the poor. Yeah. One, one for you, two for me. Yeah, pretty much what happens, too. Yeah. The gentle tilt. Yeah. Which yeah. you would think, you know, oh, maybe they should cut back on the, the liquor consumption and the, and the beer consumption at these youth events. No, not a hockey. Yeah. No, no. it's... Need another keg. Yeah. Not, not a hockey or a Nebraska versus the yeah, Western right. games yeah. in, in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, no, they encourage it because it's a, a big fundraiser, you know, and I know there's been problems out there, and but none that I've seen yet, at least in our home ice. But so, yeah, it's a major fundraiser for every tournament they have. So, oh, yeah, we're, we're Vacville Ice hosting a tournament. Yes, we do have beer because that's the first question can, every single time. Can you imagine that at a wrestling tournament? A beer? A beer fundraiser at a oh. wrestling tournament. Oh, man, those dads want to fight as it is. Right. <laughs> they want to fight off a of coffee. Imagine if they have beers in them. Jeez. Yeah. So, not going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah no. You wouldn't have any kids wrestling. Yeah. No. You'd have the jazz wrestling cops come get them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it works. It just does. Well, that's cool, though. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I, nobody's complaining. I haven't heard any complaints. Oh, you guys have beer here? Oh, you guys have wine? Who's going to complain? Yeah. yeah. There's always somebody. Yeah. All right, oh. so we got three three subjects to cover. Do we, we want to go Courageous Women in World War II, Monster Movies, or The Virals? Let's get to your Monster Movies. All right, Monster Movies. Well, let me say this. Uh, so I don't know why I've been on. You know, I love spy movies, mm-hmm. right? Especially like World War Two and all that. And um, lately, they've been having a lot of them on Prime about women that like French women or American women. They go mm-hmm. train with the uh, the British SAS, and then they parachute them behind enemy lines. Man, these women did some some crazy. Yeah, yeah I remember you, you had mentioned one of the movies. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. I just watched yeah. another one last night where this she this this lady, she was she married a really rich French guy, right? She herself was from Australia, I believe. She married this really rich French guy. She didn't have to do anything if she didn't want to. You know, he, he could have had mm-hmm. they probably could have been unbothered all the way through. But she saw how the Germans were treating the uh Jewish people and she, you know, or the Nazis I'll say not Germans, but how the Nazis were treating the mm-hmm. Jewish people. And it just lit a flame in her, and man, she made life a living hell for those guys. Nice, a living hell, and she survived. They even caught her once because they were called her the, uh, they were calling her the White Mouse, okay, or something like that, because they they couldn't get, get a hold of her. She's always slipping through them. Well, they actually caught her once, and she didn't talk, and they thought she was just like some, uh, some hooker passing, <laughs> you know, because she was supposed to be this really attractive woman. They thought she was like just this hooker passing notes. Right, so they beat her down a couple of times, and they're like, "All right, she's not talking. Let her go." Uh-huh. And the whole purpose is they were trying to find get information to catch her when they, <laughs> yeah. when they had her right in, the, in their hands, you know. And, and so this guy, he made it an excuse. One, one of the underground guys from this French resilience, he made it sound like she was his mistress, mm-hmm. you know. And he was like a double agent. He was actually with the resistance, but he was telling, you know, kind of working with the Nazis at the same time, okay. you know, so he can find out what the Nazis are up to. Well, he made her look like his mistress. And apparently the Nazi's like, yeah, we get it, bro. Go ahead. Take your, <laughs> take your girl with you, you know. And he got her out of there. And then they never caught her again. Hmm. But, then, I mean, imagine that. 
Just run amok on the Nazis. Yeah, every Nazi in France is looking for you, and they have you, and they're interrogating you, and they only know it's you. And she slipped out. That's badass. Yeah, and then she's, she's like, all right, I'm going back. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's a lot of women like yeah. that, you know. It's like there's, there's never going to be, like, there's an infinite amount of badass stories from World War II. Like, yeah. there's, we're never going to run out of stories that, you know, they can make Well, it goes all the way down to the, to the Civil War, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got sure. Harriet Tubman. Yeah. You know, I mean, she was a badass. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, even celebrities like Julia Childs. You know, she was a spy, you know, or uh, B. Arthur from Golden Girls. Right, <laughs> like right. They, right. They're just badass chicks that, you know, yeah. made the difference. Bridget Von Hammerstein. Better name? The White Mouse? No. This was a different one. Oh, The White Mouse. No. I, 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 I know her name was. And that's, Bridget, that's the one I watched just last night. Um, or you hear about, you know, there's a, a whole. Um, I think it was Virginia Hall. Okay. Or like during World War Two, you know, Russia has a different story now. But <laughs> during World War Two, there's a whole. Um, Regime, I guess, of uh, women women fighter pilots. Yeah, going just kicking Nazis' ass out in the sky. Dude, Russia needed just, bodies. Yeah, they took. Yeah. They need bodies. They don't care what what right. gender you were. I need a body. Yeah, Bridget right. Van Hammerstein was a, um, an actress, okay. a German actress who was working with the uh, resistance, French resistance. Oh, nice. Hmm. You guys don't remember that story? I don't. Is you that know? the one where uh, they touched on it on uh, Glorious Bastards? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Never saw it. It's a movie character. You never saw Glorious <laughs> Bastards? You got to First of all, I think Bastards. it's Inglorious Bastards. It's Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards, yeah. And I'm not a Tarantino fan. Oh, you got to yeah, watch this. Yeah, yeah, this one's good, though, though. Okay, yeah, I like World War II movies, but I'm not, I, I don't know, Tarantino's just. You got to watch that one. It's a Tarantino movie, but it's, yeah. it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. All, all right, right, let's go to my monster movies. Okay. And the reason I have this on here, because I just watched, uh, was it Kong Skull Island? Is that what it's called? Okay. One just made, like, 2019. One of the more up recent Kong movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, dude, come on, man. You gotta be Not kidding. Good. Did it no, suck? no, it sucked. I mean, the special effects were good, obviously, because now you know we have computer generated stuff. So. But um, it just sucked. Storyline sucked. <laughs> it's like during Vietnam. Well, what's what's the standard of a monster movie? Like, what's the gold standard for monster movies? Well, the golden era of monster movies was like Gamera. Like the 60s. Like Godzilla. Japanese. The Japanese movies. Yeah. King Kong vs. Godzilla. Godzilla Monster Island. You know, Gamera. Those are those yeah. are the golden era of monster right. movies. Built up the anticipation. Like not maybe not yeah. much movies in, or but, not much of the actual monsters in the movie, but the anticipation to build up for right, it. Right, right. And then the monsters movie. fight each other at the set end. Set the tone. Yeah. yeah. I a mean, his new Godzilla was, one sucked. He looked like a lizard. A lot than, of that was claymation. That dinosaur. Yeah, well, claymation, or they were in the, um, suits? the body suits. Body suits, yeah. You know? I mean those, but those were classics. The ones they do now, it's like, come on, bro. I'm not even excited to see the monster anymore. Hmm. Remakes of horror movies and monster movies just kind of yeah. It's hard to remake classics. They don't work out. They don't work out. Yeah, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to think of more modern monster movies. I love that Cloverfield. Was that one? Um, Heard that one? Yeah, I mean it was probably 15 years ago. I I saw it, but. I've only seen it once because I wasn't that interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure I saw it. I just remember it being like a big deal. It did well at the box office, but like I, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of like recent monster movies. Like, draw a blank. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all the remakes, they did remade War of the Worlds. And again, that was probably 20 years ago too. But right, that one sucked. Yeah, that one did suck. But I mean, all of them kind of evolved into zombies. Yeah. Dude, I just can't get into zombie movies. Yeah, I just I mean, can't do it. I got. I know Walking Dead's a huge, huge show. I never. Not mine. What was the one in the eighties? Night of Living Dead was that, was that was that the eighties? Yeah, couldn't get into that back then. I, I mean, 
If, it, as soon as I see zombie, I'm like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Or didn't they redo uh, with Keanu Reeves? Um, Wait, what is a zombie? So they have no brain. All they do is eat, right? They eat people. They're like mad cows? Somewhat. Yeah. Super strange. And the only way to kill them is to blow up their, either blow up their head or blow them up completely. Yeah. Otherwise, they keep moving. And, they just keep moving in. Yeah. Supposed to have no brain, right? Well, you know, the best monster movie. I mean, I'm sorry, the best zombie movie. I don't watch zombie movies, but Frankenstein? I know you've seen it. Thriller. <laughs> I guess that's a short movie. Yeah. Consider a short movie. That's a zombie uh, movie. It's a don't, don't music short. It. Yes. Yeah. Thriller. Darkness falls across the land. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, right. The guy glad. Ah, ha, 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 ha. At the end. Vincent um, Price. Vincent Price. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say because I don't want to go off track like Chris does. But I no, please do. Oh, okay. thing about us. I'm so only nice. human. <laughs> well, I think we're done with Monster Movie. I, well, no, no, we're not. We'll okay. go off track, Paul. Okay, let's do it. Let's go Vincent Price. What were you going to say? Vincent Price, he, he, was, he was, had great range for, for the stuff that he did because he could do the, the monster movies of the era of the 40s and 50s and then go across and do like a detective series. I've never yeah, seen for, him for radio. Like he, he did a lot of radio stuff. Mm. Um, and that's how a lot of, I mean, Vincent Price and um, what was that? the guy that played uh, the original Dracula. Bella Lugosi? Uh, Bella Lugosi. They did radio originally. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then went over to you know, um, film when Hollywood started doing right. you know, the, the movies. Post talkies. <laughs> yeah, and, but Vincent Price... He was, God, he, he had his own series on the radio back before TVs and everybody would just listen to the radio on, you know, Friday night after, you know, after school and after work, the, the fireside shows and stuff. Like the Low Ranger shows? Yeah, something like that. Get yeah. your decoders ready. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, but his range was, was really, really good where he could, he could go from like, like a detective and then into like a horror radio show into, you know, into something else. He Really, really good. And his voice, you know, his voice has always been that very distinct right. you know, type of voice. Right. Know it when you hear it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good James Earl Jones. Yeah. Or, okay, favorite monster movie? I was not really my genre. I don't know. I, I can't, I'd have to think about it. I don't know. One oh. of my favorites was Creepshow. Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> I don't know where you get that from. <laughs> I just made it. I was just yeah, you did. you did. I started, yeah. Pablo. <laughs> uh, Creepshow was probably one of my favorite Creepshow? monster movies. It, it was a series of yeah, of little, I remember. You know, little bits, but all of it had some kind of... I'm talking of, monster movies like, you know, 40 stories high. I don't really have one. I mean, when I was a kid, I loved the, those old original Godzillas. That's yeah, I, yeah. Probably Godzilla. I mean, I mean. Well, I remember being at your house and... Gamera was my man. When you know when we were really young and Creature Feature would come on, there would be monster movies. Yeah, you had to so. stay up for that one. Though. Yeah, and it's what they start like at nine o'clock, and by nine fifteen, you know, I'm passed out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when Gene and I used to stay up for Creature Features mm-hmm. or you know Twilight Zone. Right, we shared a room. Yeah. You know, we right. had a twin size bed on each side of the, <laughs> the room, and I'd be scared as shit. End up in the same bed? <laughs> no, no, no. Gene, no, Gene never would had never let that happen. <laughs> You know, but I, you know, I, I remember just staring at the ceiling, like every every noise. I <laughs> and Gene, and his, you know, his ultimate wisdom, and because he, he's an asshole, 
<laughs> he would crawl out of his bed and low oh. crawl all the way across the room. And, you know, he knew I was scared. And then he just put his hand up. Ah! You know? <laughs> and, man, I'd say I'd jump up. I'm just, like, hanging up from the ceiling like a cat, man. Right. You know, and I'm ready to you know, I swing at him knowing I'm going to get my ass kicked if I punch him. Right. Man. Come um, on! Is... A Quiet Place considered a monster movie? Or is that like Aliens kind of? A Quiet Place? Quiet yeah. I don't even know. That one's actually pretty good. I, I enjoyed that one. Oh, that's the one where they can't talk because yeah. the creature. Yeah, the, the monsters yeah. are blind, but right. they can't see oh, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was yeah. pretty good for a more recent. Yeah. I don't know if that's considered like the monster movie you're talking about. But I don't know. I mean, I like going to movies that scare me. Yeah. Like scare, scare me. Like real, real true stories. Uh-huh. Like I just saw one called Possessed. I stay away from those. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Copy them like you're never going to see a Ouija board in my house ever, <laughs> ever. We had one. You wouldn't even see houses. one around my house. <laughs> one of the houses that we lived in, uh, one made its way in, and when we moved out, it stayed. Really, I would not take it. Hmm. In fact, I hid it from the person who brought it into the house. I would have hit the person I brought it upside the head with it. Yeah, I just <laughs> I left it in the house, and I knew, knew the new people can. You guys just give me fuel for a fool's day or something. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't mess with that stuff. Uh-uh. But anyway, that one is about the, uh, so there was a book about a kid that was possessed like in the 50s, mm-hmm. right? And actually this book is what they. Is Emily Rose or something like that? Or? No, 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 no. Oh Emily God. Rose is a different one. The book is the movie, you know, the movie The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. That, the book is, Exorcist is off the book. But in the original book, it was a, it was a boy, not a girl. Okay. And they did, you know, similar kind of. Actions and stuff like that, but it's way, mm-hmm. way more in depth. But in depth, but um, yeah, I like I like watching those getting scared. Yeah, I like you know, right. I like being scared. Or like the Omen, or right, right. Not so much the hack 'em up thrillers for me. You know, blood, yeah, guts, I'm, and gore doesn't do anything. But yeah. like a psychological, like oh shit, you know, the, yeah, right. Those are kind of those get me. I like the ones I like where them. I got turned on the light before I go in the hallway. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, Amy won't watch this with me. So, nope. What are you watching? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, spending time with your with your children is always. Ex- is always important. And for Jenna, it meant us going to watch scary movies because mm-hmm. <laughs> she had, she had this phase and I, I'm sure if there was a movie that she really, really wanted to go to, she would ask me, Hey dad, let's go to this movie. And right. it would be some horror movie that would, that would just scare the hell out of me. And I think she enjoyed watching my reactions. And stuff. <laughs> More she than she the didn't even see movie. the movie. She's watching it all the time. No, she just watches me. And, and yeah. I mean, you know, I'll sit there and I'll just, you know, I won't, I won't open my phone or anything like that, but I'll be looking down at my feet, you know, or just kind of looking around like this, and, you know, and, or, or I'll be watching and, you know, all of a sudden, damn it, do something. <laughs> just waiting. And Don't open the door. Anticipate. No, I'm, I'm waiting for something to jump out, you know, and, and I, cause I hate that stuff, you know. Jenna loves watching me. When they're done well, they're such good movies, though. Like when the writing is good. Right, right. You know, like that's it. The, the anticipation. If there's no music, you don't realize there's no music till something pops out at you or something. And it makes your you hair know. stand up. Yeah. yeah, those are those are good. Like The Ring. Yes, that was a good one. The Ring just. The ring. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. All or, right, so you guys were talking about your beefs about these people on uh, the internet, the virals, the First Amendmenters. Okay. What are yeah. they called? Those guys? First Amendments? First Amendment auditors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to fly off the handle on these guys. You know what? Fuck those guys. Seriously. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. How do you really feel, man? Fuck those guys. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, they go under the body camera, just right. looking to start shit so they can get clicks. Right. So they can post it up. Oh, you know, 
and get comments and post it, clicks, whatever. So, of course, I can relate to Costco. So I saw this dickhead, like, has a body camera, and everybody knows they check your receipts at Costco. Okay. Right. They just do. Okay. Now, I saw a, a video recently okay. about that. It could what, be the same one. Okay. This was, this was a guy in uh, Nebraska, of all places. Okay. I, I, yeah, Nebraska. I was getting shout outs today. Because huh? uh, <laughs> I, I saw that video. So, too. what okay, was yeah, this I guy's trip? I don't have to show you my receipt? Yes. Well, what if they don't want you to shoplift? Right. Well, it's not even about that. Costco is a paid membership store. You have to pay to shop there. Right. When you sign up, there's terms and conditions you sign with for right. whatever. Right. You pay to shop there. It's a private business. And it says, you know, we have the right to check your receipt as you exit the building. You know, anything in the building, we have the right to check. And most importantly, seven out of ten times, they see something that will double charge you. It's for inventory. It's not even for um, shoplifting. Costco gets shoplifted left and right, especially right. with self, self-checkout. They know. Like, every, any retail business knows they're going to get shoplifted. Right. Mm-hmm. But Part of their budget. More often than not, it's for your convenience that they're saving you money. I mean, mm-hmm. I cashier. Beep, beep. It happens. Right. Hey, you double charge, you know, you know, this knife set. Oh, shit. Sorry. You know, mm-hmm. safety 60 bucks. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good thing you guys check, you know. But, I mean, yes, I get it. Sometimes there's lines. Sometimes it's a hassle. But you know that when you sign up, and it is full disclosure when you sign up. They will be checking your so, receipts. So what does this guy in the body cam do? I don't have to show you anything. Oh, it's, it's my First Amendment right. Fuck off, dude. Like, seriously, you're there with a body camera. It's against my constitutional right. I don't have to show you anything. It's my personal privacy, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, seriously, just fuck right off with that, honestly. He's just going for clicks. Looking for comment, and then you get these dickheads commenting too. Oh yeah, I did. I, well, I just walked through. They're not going to. I don't have to show them anything. It's my own personal private property. It's like, well, it's not until you leave the store, and you know when you signed up. So fuck right off with all that, honestly. Well, my my question because I did see that video, and and uh, I'll comment on this. Okay, in a little bit, but the important thing there was that was that somebody in that video said. Your membership is now revoked. Uh-huh. Okay. So my question is, at the point that his membership is revoked, does he still have to show a receipt? At the point his membership is revoked. Well, he ain't coming back. That's the thing. That, right. Pretty much all that's saying is, fuck you, dude. We're not, we don't deal with you. Right, but at that point, yeah, yeah. 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 That, fuck off. Right. Whatever. Don't care at this point. Right. Because, when, because when, when that lady had said that, they were still trying to get him to show the, the receipt. Now, I am... I understand this First Amendment thing, you know, mm-hmm. audit thing, because I, wa- I watch a lot of different types of videos. Paul's stirring the pot. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing what? Stirring the pot. Am I stirring the pot? Stirring the pot. Am I? No. I know where the, we're going. The videos. I know where we're going. What? Uh, FJB land? The, the are we going there? The elephant in the closet, yeah. <laughs> so so the, the, this video was totally out of the ordinary for this guy. And I, and, and I don't agree with his tactics on this video. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it was, I think it was just ridiculous and worthless for him to try to, to do something like that. He's starting shit. That's yeah. All that is. one, that one, he was starting shit. Yeah. And he's trying what, to get people to boycott these businesses. Right. Normally, normally what these first amendment auditors do and they're, and, and I've seen a lot of them. I, I, I know the good ones from the ones that are just shit. Okay. Okay. And this guy, this guy is, is pretty much, he's not a good first amendment auditor based on what they're trying to accomplish. Looking to start shit. The first amendment auditor, what what they're doing is the good ones. Okay. They will go to, they will go to, 
locations, say like the post office, something that gets federal funds is a public building. Mm -hmm. Okay. They'll go over there with their cameras. They'll walk in. And a lot of times the good ones will just stand there and they will talk to themselves about what they're doing. You know, they'll take pictures of, you know, the post office sells, sells greeting cards. Okay. Okay, So I'll take pictures of greeting cards and they'll just kind of pan around and stuff. And inevitably somebody's gonna get pissed off. So you can't, you know, you can't uh, film me. Okay. The good ones will, will be calm and say, well, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way, but you know, you're in public. This is a public building. Well, you know, it's against my rights. You know, I have privacy. Well, nobody has the right to privacy in public. You know, there's an expectation. There's no expectation of, of privacy in public. You have to create privacy when you're in public. Okay. That means that if somebody's on the sidewalk outside your house, looking in your house, because they're on that sidewalk, they are in public, looking at your house, you, can, you cannot trespass the eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you see something from public, you can take a picture of it because you're viewing that through the lens of your camera. It's with your eyes. Okay, it's your responsibility to close the blinds if you don't want that person looking in, into your home. Okay. Okay. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. Let me, let me okay. give you a scenario. Oh, here we go. Now here's the, here's the stir in the pot. Yeah. So well, let, me, let me finish, let me finish okay, with, the, with this. Because this one is, actually okay? happens. Well, let me finish with the, what this is, okay? So a lot of times these guys will go to public places like the post office. Somebody will get bent and say, you know, you're, you're violating my privacy. You don't have expectation of privacy in public, okay? Now the, now the law says that, and this is from DHS, you know, Department of Homeland Security, after 9-11, mm-hmm. they put out a memo which went to the post office, um, courthouses, federal buildings, saying that video in publicly accessible areas is not a violation of the law. Okay, people are allowed to do that. Uh, Chris is just boiling over here to say something. So when, when they go to these public areas, the problem is that people, people are not understanding because people aren't understanding what these, what these auditors are doing because the first thing you don't want somebody to do is put you on some strange video somewhere. It goes on, you know, the black web or something, right. you, you know, and, and uh, you know, nobody wants that. Okay. People don't understand that you're in public, even though you're inside those doors at the post office, it's a public building, public space. It's publicly accessible. And okay. that's, and that's where, that's where everything's the, the, all the negative shit starts. Okay, who's going into these places filming for what reason? Some guys will just go in and, and some guys will do it just to see if, and, and it's not to get into fights with public, the public. It's to see if the employees who are public employees, if they will respect a person's right to film in public. Okay, even besides a right, it's just a courtesy. Why are you filming? What, well, what are people going in filming for? Uh, because, because. Like it's a other than it, other than it being just being asked. Yes. No, it, that's not why they're doing it. That's what it not sounds what like. Because why? What well, that, reason that, would that's anybody what it have so, to do That's this. what it sounds like. Many, but the, okay, but the purpose so, of their videos is is not to not to piss off or make people uncomfortable. It's to see if government employees who a lot of times don't respect your, you know any of your rights will respect their rights to be there. With, with a camera, which is not doing anything. It's, it's not violating anybody's rights. It's not causing anybody it's not, but to be it, injured. It, it's, it is. I'm sorry. It's not, but at the same time, 
it makes people uncomfortable. It does, but but the but when, so what? When the cops, when the cops come, my, it's my right to make you uncomfortable. Okay, but the, yeah, it is. But when the cops come, it's the important. cops are the cops are mm-hmm. law enforcement. They're not feelings police. Okay, not what? is it lawful? Is it lawful to be there doing that? I don't always I don't always agree with all the tactics that these people do. Well, I, I actually like had I said, a guilty like training I said, recently there are, about There this. are good ones. There are good ones who go in there and they explain what they're doing and they will have conversations. People will yell at them, say, hey, you know what? I, you, just did, you just did to me what I would expect you to, to uh, respect and that's your First Amendment right. Well, who are they doing this something? for? It's for themselves. So let, let me, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty much what comes out. Who are they doing this for? Yeah. Nobody's. I need somebody to go out there and stand up for my rights to film in the post office. Well, it, but it, but if you, if if you look, if you watch the good ones, not the shitty ones, like the one in the Costco, mm-hmm. you you understand because it goes beyond just going. Some of these guys go beyond just um, going into the post so my, office. My thing is this: okay. if you're going to go and you're going to expect somebody to know all, you know, your right. First Amendment rights. Apparently, you are an expert in the Constitution. Well, define expert of the Constitution. You know it inside and out. You might have studied it and, you, you and may gotten have some to, guidance. But if you're going to sit here and tell me you're breaking my rights, so you tell you know all the rights of the Constitution, and you don't break if anybody's the, rights. It, what, what is the define the the freedom of the press? Well, freedom of the press is basically if it's out there and they can get the info, they can print it. Okay, so who is the press? The press is anybody. I mean, there's okay. certain individuals that need certain criteria to get to certain areas. Right, but if you but but if you are following, like I can't say, "Hey, I'm the press," and walk onto uh, Travis Air Force cor- Base. Correct, correct. And and the good amendment auditors, first amendment auditors, will never push those boundaries. They'll never try to get into some place that's restricted. They'll never go into a place that that says, um, you know, authorized personnel only. So here, here's, here's they'll never here's go into a place that says no trespassing. So, and we had training on this recently. So I work for a government agency, right? And we'll say Highway Patrol hypothetically. They can go to a highway patrol office, uh-huh. right, with their camera and record. In publicly accessible areas. Yeah, you can just walk in. It's publicly accessible. Mm-hmm. In a lobby. Right? In a lobby, exactly. Right. Right. But there's a door that say unauthorized, employees only. Correct. That's where you stop. Correct. Right? Correct. But why would you go into a highway patrol office and just start recording just to record? Right. Because you, you have no job? Antagonizing. You, you have no, yeah, it's all you're doing is trying to antagonize people. Is, is, well, some people some people will see it as antagonizing, and I, that to me that's I would all say it is. Most I mean, people. is this what you usually do? Is you usually go into the lobbies and just walk around? And start I've watched recording? I've watched enough of the good ones and the bad ones to to see the difference of what the effort is. And there are guys there are guys who are who are good enough where you know they don't they don't try to say well you know right away you're violating my you know my rights blah blah, blah you know and just and just go off like that. There is a guy who who does this and he's actually been invited to uh, certain police stadies, police um, facilities to do first amendment training because, and, and I was getting to this before you're making your point. So there are some guys that, that you watch these videos and they'll go to like a post office or they'll go to court or something right. like that. Okay. There are other ones that will go that, that will see a, uh, a cop um, pulling somebody over. Okay, and they start doing stuff that's questionable. Okay, okay. and we've we've all been there where you know where a cop you know will approach us either mm-hmm. they stop us or you know they start asking questions you know and, and it's this investig 
investigatory thing. Right. And, you know, and sometimes they, you know, they'll ask you questions like, where are you going? Where did you come from? You know, things like that. It's none of their business. Where, where you're going is really none of their business. Okay. If you have only, you know, if you, if you blew through a stop sign, where you're going is irrelevant. Okay. Would you agree with that? Oh, oh yeah. Because, you know, okay. to be honest with you, when I worked on base, mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit where you're going, where you're coming from. Right. Here's, here's your ticket. Here, yeah. yeah. This is this is where yeah. something happened. This is yeah. the stop. You were speeding. You ran the stop sign. Okay. Here's your ticket. Okay. But on that same letter, I don't give a shit what you want to tell me, unless you're you know unless you're telling me that you did some other crime. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Okay. So keep keep all that care and shit to yourself. So what right. happens? So what happens is if it, one of these guys will be standing, you know, and, and there's there's case law about you know how far away you have to be and you know about. Uh, um, well, you can't, obstruction. Be, you can't be in close enough to put yourself in danger uh, well, or others in danger. The, the, the Supreme Court had a ruling that said um, that gave the police 10 feet. Okay. Whether that's reasonable because there are other things, there are other law, lawful things like time, place, and manner. So here's stuff the, like here, that. Here, here's what sucks about our society mm-hmm. is okay, you say 10 feet within police. No, I say, I say that that's what the, that's what the Supreme Court says. Supreme says. Court says 10 feet. Okay, yeah. 10 feet, right. So let's say the police are telling people, stay back, mm-hmm. stay back. Um, maybe you got some nutcase in a house that has a rifle. And, and why are they saying that, though? For your safety. Okay. But These wait, are, wait. They're okay. saying stay back, and you're sitting here telling me, as long as you're within 10, away 10 feet and you're on the public uh, park, I mean, sidewalk, you don't have to listen to them. It's your, it's your right to be there. No, it goes back to time, place, and manner, which is also a Supreme Court ruling. So which is which is what? Um. It comes time, down to whether the, it's safe for you or not. N- well, no. It comes down to... Are you impeding t- the police comes, from doing it comes their job? To, it comes down to time. Okay, like like, um, like the time of the action. Okay. Where has it progressed to? The house. Okay. The place. If, if, the cops, if the cops are surrounding a house and they have SWAT out there and stuff, the improper places to be between the, the, the SWAT that are pointing their guns at the house right. and the house. It's okay. improper, so but, that's, that's, but that's what I'm place. asking you. The manner, the manner is, what are you doing? Well, you said are earlier you, you can be within 10 feet. It's, it's the sidewalk's public ground. That's what the Supreme Court said. Supreme Court says sidewalk's okay, public so, ground. So you've got a SWAT team cold. surrounding the house. So if you have, if you have, you have a, a SWAT team surrounding the house, but it's on the sidewalk, can I go on the sidewalk? Okay, I don't define time, place, and manner. Supreme Court defines that. Okay, you're, you're, <laughs> See, you're, but you're arguing with the wrong guy. That, that's where these lines get blurred because he's saying right. First no, Amendment not, auditors not or whatever. It's not, not, you, not, not you, I'm saying it's you, but like these guys, First right. Amendment auditors, you know, maybe think they know. Y'all yeah, don't have to listen to you. Fuck you. I do what I want. No, 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 no. That's no? not. That's not what I said because I didn't. I'm not Matt, saying you. I didn't but, finish it, Matt. Okay. I didn't fi- no questions. No. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there, Matt. We'll get there. Okay. So, so, so some of these, some of these guys, they will be. They will be filming, okay, from from a, gr- a good distance away. Right, okay? and that's you fine. can't you can't that's hear fine. you can't even hear yeah. from through the camera what's being said. Right, okay, and a cop will turn around, okay, and he'll say, "You have to go back there on the street corner, which is fifty feet away." Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not reasonable. Okay, so, okay, so here we go. That's my question. Cop says, "I want you fifty feet away because we got a guy with a high power okay. rifle but, in that but house." That's not, but that's not that's not the scenario that's that's going on. But that's what okay. I'm telling you. No, what I'm saying is, if he's on a traffic stop, okay, and the guy is thirty feet away, so you, so they get to pick when they okay. get, use their no, first no. amendment. No, no, time, place, and matter. Is is he is he there at a reasonable time? Is he there in a reasonable place? And is he is what he's doing a reasonable manner? 
So would it be time, place, or manner if a guy in a house has a high-powered <laughs> you rifle? You keep going back to that. I that's do, not I the, do. Because that's not the scenario, and, and that's, that's not, scenario one, I'm that's not one that has come up. But it's one that's here now. That's not okay. I can't answer that. I can't answer that because because reasonably you would there would be yellow tape in a situation like that, and if you pass that yellow tape, then you would be arrested. So if okay, if you that's a called a crime cop, scene. If you have a street cop and he says, "Hey, you got," I want you fifty feet back. You can you're within range. You're talking. Lucky. You're talking about a guy with with, with a high powered rifle high in, a house. in a house. In a house. Okay, then they, and the guy then, says, "Fuck you!" Have then a right reason, to be here. reasonably, they would put up crime scene tape way down the street where it's safe for people to be. Right, but the guy says, "Fuck you!" I don't understand. Well, that. then they would arrest him for crossing crossing the, the crime scene tape. Was a crime scene? There's no crime yet. A per, if the cops are there, so with they the extended guy, the crime scene, and now that makes it they, yes. They, the cops can a cop who is who is pulling somebody over on on the streets. Okay, they can say, "This is my scene. I I'm on a traffic stop." Okay. If they want to, they can go to their car and they can grab crime scene tape and they can tape off all the way around the cars, fifty feet, and say nobody can come come within this. That's what feet. I was getting to when I was okay. trying to tell it's, you that it's it's a safety issue. But if you tell but, them if you okay. tell them this is for your safety. Okay. Nineteen sixty nine, the Supreme Court ruled that the police are not responsible for the safety of the public. That's what we say. But then if no, that's gets, what the Supreme Court says. That's what the Supreme Court says. Yes. In 1969. Okay. In 1969. Which was how many years ago? It doesn't matter. It's, it's, still, it's still precedent. Okay, I guarantee you, somebody got hurt after a cop told somebody, you need, you need to leave for your safety. And they said, no, I don't. And then you get hit by a car or something because you're in the street recording <laughs> shit. They're going to be like, that the cop next, didn't tell me on, to leave. On the next show, you, you can bring up a, 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 a real-life situation. Yeah. Like that. Well, well as, no, actually, this that is, actually happened. This Let me chime in on this. Wait, wait, wait. As wait. a first responder, former first responder, mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a while to get a scene secure. Mm-hmm. And usually what takes the longest are getting the idiots out of the fucking way. Oh, I could be here. Oh, and they all got their phones out. I could yeah. be here. I could be here. Oh, no, you can't tell me. I, I could be here. Oh, no. Yeah, you're a fireman, not a cop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, okay, fine. I'm going to let this fucking tree fall on you. Whatever, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, of course, there's a blurred lines and there's a million different scenarios where that could be. But I'm going to let you get back to your point, Chris, but. Uh, this is a long way from that dickhead going to Costco saying I'll have to show my receipt. Right. But that is the, that's a long, that's a long way from, from what these first amendment auditors yeah. are normally doing. And that guy also, he usually does, he usually does the stuff where, you know, he'll, he'll, you know, come across a, a, a scene of a guy getting pulled over. He'll just be filming the cop. The cop doesn't know that he's there. Cause the guy's mm-hmm. not walking up saying, Hey, I'm filming you. Yeah. You know, He's he's just standing, you know, away, and the cops will come by. You can't do that. You can't film me. You can't do this. Well, yeah, you can film the police, and that is a lot of what their point is. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that the time, place, and manner that all of them do it is correct, or 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 what Chris is saying safe, you know, for them or anybody else. I'm saying that I'm saying that what they're trying to prove is that there are public officials who do not respect the rights of the people that are given to them. Through the Constitution okay. and other laws. So I'd say, and just as you're stating, there's there's obviously differences of the good ones and the bad ones because this guy's just being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'd say and most saying, of them that go viral are guys being an asshole. I'm not saying I'm not saying that that there are all bad cops. There, are, the majority are good cops. Yeah, I need the police good, to police the good. Police police the good auditors right. are shining the light on the on the bad cops for being bad cops, sure. but they also shine on the good cops for being good cops. Uh-huh. If you watch enough of them, you, you will see that. Yeah. So here's two things that have happened. Okay. Now going back to safety and going back to the Costco guy, mm-hmm. 
there's individuals that go to the state prisons on this in the, in the state, mm-hmm. right? And they block, they block the entrance recording to and from the institution, right? Mm-hmm. And they've done it to this one here in town. Uh-huh. Now what they do is, is that out on the street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you got the gate, right? And anything behind the gate is state property. Correct. You know, but anything in front of it is like you would say, you know, public property. Right. Right. Now, this guy's walking around blocking cars. So somebody that represented from the prison comes out and says, hey, can't be here. Mm-hmm. Guy's like, why not? Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not trespassing. I'm not doing this. You know, right, right. there is no sidewalk. It's just a curb. Right. But there is there is a public easement that has to be allowed on along public roadways. Right. But he's blocking that by filming this and that. Mm-hmm. So one sergeant says, So if he's in the driveway blocking traffic, then he's, then he's wrong. wrong. He, he, he is he's wrong. wrong. Yeah. But he was pushing, well, this is my right to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, and it got to, to the point where we have to have training. You know, like I said, I work for a government agency where, mm-hmm. okay, where, where does that First Amendment end? Right. Now, to go even back further, mm-hmm. after 9-11, when I got activated at Travis, in the very back road, they had an F-16 alert area, uh-huh. you know, and you got your perimeter road. You had a guy back there taking pictures with the cameras of all the planes. Uh-huh. Does he have a right to do that? You can't trespass his eyes. If can't trespass in, fr- his eyes. From public, from a public viewpoint, so if you, you had, cannot trespass his eyes. So he had a right to be there to take those pictures? And unless he crossed a line that said no trespassing. If he's in, if he's because okay, I'll tell you what happened. If he's on a there. public roadway, because yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure it did because because after that it was very yeah, it was real high. At, at that point, we didn't give a shit about your First Amendment, mm-hmm. right? You know? Right. And what that guy did was call attention to himself, which just happens a lot with these First Amendment people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll worry about your First Amendment, but they're out there breaking laws because mm-hmm. that's what happened yeah. to this guy. So True. which which law did that guy break? Well, here's the thing. So you know he's taking pictures of the plane. We're obviously very fucking. Sensitive about that right, right. after 9-11, right. Right? right? So I call, you know. And rightfully so. Yeah. I was the area supervisor. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I can't do anything on base. Mm-hmm. He's off base. Right. So I call the local sheriff, right. county sheriff. County sheriff comes out. Hey, what do you got going on here? Well, I'm just taking pictures, you know. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, well, what are you taking pictures for? Now, like you said earlier, I don't have to tell you. Okay, motherfucker. You're, well, you're right. well, he doesn't, though. I mean, He doesn't. So what if it was uh, somebody, a spy for, you know. Maybe for Taliban. You have you have a great point there, but you cannot force. So you're, some, but you I also don't have break a fifth, your First Amendment. You have but a, at the you same have time, a, I'm going to allow you to gather information. But you about have Travis you have a Fifth Amendment right also, which is to not answer questions. And you have a Sixth Amendment right, meaning to so have, he could have said, have, "Fuck you," got in his car and left. He, well, not necessarily. If he if he was detained for an investigation, then no, he can't leave. But he doesn't have to give his name unless he's being arrested yeah. in California. It's well, called 3802. Well, this cat apparently didn't know about 3802 because mm-hmm. we're like, what are you, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And I called him to the fence before the sheriff got there. What, what are you doing here? I'm so just, you called him on to restricted area? No, because there's a oh, fence okay. there. Oh, okay. okay. So there's a fence between him okay. and I. But, but beyond that fence, he was in a public area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, right. a, it's a, the perimeter road for the fence. Right. I mean, for the base. Right. So, hey, what are you taking pictures of? Why are you taking them? Oh, I just like the planes and this and that. Oh, is that right? You know, I said, well... Um, how often do you do this? Uh-huh. When's the last time you did this? I'm at, you know, because I'm trying to get info. Are you You're doing I'm an trying investigation? To, I'm trying to trick him into saying something stupid. Right, right. You know, to see if he's telling the truth or not. Right. 
He said, oh, well, well, this is the first time, and I just saw this road coming out here, and I said, well, hold on. You said you did this before, but now it's the first time on the road? Yeah. Right? Because he made that stupid mistake. Right. So then the county sheriff got there and started asking him questions. Mm. He goes, you mind if I look in your vehicle? You know? Uh-huh. Guy's like, sure, because he didn't have probable cause. Right. So he asked him. Right. As soon as that guy said, okay. Yeah. He's like, okay, go ahead and pop over the Well, he doesn't, he doesn't say has probable cause, but he has permission to search that vehicle. Well, he, yeah, once the guy said, yeah. yeah. Well, guess what he had? A gun? Illegal handguns. Okay. Guess where he went? Yeah. <laughs> back of the car. He went, yeah, but not his car. Yeah. Right. Well, went, yeah, yeah. Back of the You know, and that's what I'm saying is this guy's yeah. over here pushing, you know, well, I could, I could be back here taking pictures. In, oh, in, yeah, you know what? You can. That memo from the DHS, which allows the public to take pictures in publicly, you know, public areas or from public areas, came out uh, in 2010. So in 2001, they didn't even have DHS to, you know, to put out that memo. And yeah, right after, right after 9 11, Everybody was on yeah. high alert. The Patriot yeah. Act, Patriot Act yeah. passed after 9-11. Yeah. And so that was like, wait a second, you're spying on me? Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was my whole thing. Like, okay, so, you know, I, I caught him in lies already. Mm-hmm. And now you have handguns back there. Right. Now you look really suspicious. Right. We're bring, you know, well, having the handguns would have sunk him anyway. Yeah. And if he's yeah. dumb enough to say, yeah, check my car yeah. and you have illegal handguns. Right, right. You're not the, probably the smartest terrorist it, I've it, ever it, seen it, in the first place. It's not like you say, yeah, check my car. Oh, you said I could, so I don't have to. Right, yeah. Yeah. you're probably a you yeah, know, you're probably an honest, good. you're an honest guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I've been in there where, hey, you, they're exercising their First Amendment, mm-hmm. but yet you're breaking the law. Yeah. So you're right. you're seeing if I'm going to break the law with you, but you're breaking the law anyway. That's where does pe- that not make you a hypocrite? That's where people are stupid. Yeah. That's Thank you. That's what I want. That's where people are stupid. That's where they're stupid. And there's more stupid and people than we realize. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because because there's been guys that have done this whole. Uh, you know, I'm standing outside mm-hmm. the institution. You know, well, hold on a second. Can I get your ID? Sure. They show them the ID. <laughs> Run yeah, it. Warrants, yeah. There's a warrant. Yeah, there's now a warrant. you're going to jail, right. stupid. Right. Why? Right. You give me your ID. You know yeah. what it is? People, people don't know. Uh, and I, I, learned, I learned this from watching a lot of these videos. You know, I got a lot of spare time on my hands. I watch, I watch a lot. Of, I, watch, I mean, I watch these videos. I watch Supreme Court um, arguments. You C-SPAN? Know, do you cases. watch C-SPAN? I do not because I don't get C-SPAN. God. Um, the best. I watch, uh, you know, you know I, I watch a lot of sports videos, you know, yeah. in, in these, um, these first amendment auditor videos, you can learn a lot about your rights. And if you watch the right guys, you follow the right guys, you can learn how to, how to exercise your rights respectfully. Now, are these guys lawyers that do this first amendment you don't videos? Have to be, you don't have to be a lawyer. I'm not, I'm not saying you have to be. I'm just asking if I they don't are. Know, I don't know. But you don't. I, have I to would be. imagine that you would, should be since you don't. You don't have to be. Rights. You don't have to be if if you're just Joe Schmo on a sidewalk walking along. Cop stops you and he says, "Hey, what are you doing? Can I see your ID?" I'm why, talking about why the you, no, I'm just saying in general. You yeah. know, why do you need to see my ID? You know, oh well, you know, there was a sp- suspicious person call. Suspicion's not a not a crime. It's not a felony. It's not a it's not a misdemeanor. Why do you need to see my ID? You know, there are things. And and when cops say, "Well, you have to." Because you'll be um, uh, you'll be obstructing, you know. It's obstruction. It's it's failure to identify. Well, you have to have you. Ha- there are other steps that you ha- that a cop has to to meet in order to meet that level of you know of scrutiny to to require somebody to give up their. Let, let me give you my first hand that I had to do. <laughs> okay, because I had to do this at Travis. Uh-huh. So military is different though. Why? Because because if you are on the base. There are different. There are different. Oh, yeah, because 100, much different rules. 100 feet before the base, it tells you you are under the rules of the UCMJ. Yes, yes. You know, because this guy is bringing his grandmother onto base, mm-hmm. right? 
and he refused to show my airman his ID. I don't have to show you my ID. Right? This, here's my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, the thing this is, is my ID. She'll that, tell that, you the, why. That the poor lady, uh-huh. the poor lady had to get on base to get, you know, because she was a spouse of a deceased veteran. Okay. So she still got the benefits of, you know, the VA. Right. And there's a VA hospital on base. So she just wanted to go get her medication. Right. And that's fine. It's legit. But we're, we're 100% ID check, mm-hmm. which means we're checking everybody's ID. Mm-hmm. Right. So he didn't want to show this airman his ID. So they called the supervisor. I come out there I'm like, okay, what's going on? This guy, you know, he goes, are you the supervisor? I said, you know, yes, sir, I am. Mm. How, you know, how can I help you? He goes, well, your airman wants to see my ID. I said, yeah, it's required to get on base. Well, I don't have to show you my ID. She showed you her ID. I go, sir, it's 100% ID. So we need to identify everybody inside the vehicle. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, I'm not in the military. I said, exactly. So we want to know who's <laughs> right. coming on, you know. That's why you need to show your ID. Yeah. We want to know who's coming on base to make yeah. sure your ID is valid to drive on base. Right. He's like, well, what happens if I don't show you my ID? I said, you're going to have to turn around. Uh-huh. He goes, so I have to drive on base to turn around? I said, yeah. He goes, well, have I keep driving? I said, we'll send our police cars to go get you and we'll, we'll, we'll detain you. And we'll have the come sheriffs come arrest you. Fuck around right. and find out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? So he's giving all this stuff. And the ladies, is, you can just hear in her voice, like, just show the man your ID. Right. And this guy's trying to push his issues. I don't have to show him my ID. Right. I said, sir, look, you got vehicles behind you. And this guy's now a First Amendment auditor. Right. <laughs> you know, pretty much. I mean, he could have been. Right? Well, well, that's just stupid, though. That's, you know, that's one of the bad ones, if it is. Yeah. Know. Well, he wasn't. He was just, an, just an, an idiot. That, that's just yeah, that's He's just, just being an idiot trying to push his First Amendment rights. Right. And then I told him, I go, sir, 100 feet before this, plane, before this gate, there's mm-hmm. a sign that says that you are now entering government grounds, mm-hmm. and you're under the UCMJ, mm-hmm. right? So you have to follow our rules. Right. Now, I can't arrest you, but I can detain you and have civilians arrest you because you're not a military member. Right. He's like, well, fine. And then he finally shows me his ID. So, you know, he holds it from way far. You know, sir, can, can I see it close enough to where I can read it? Uh-huh. You don't have to hold it. If I can't identify it and I can't read it, then yes, right. you need to hold it closer. Right. So he finally does. And then he salutes me, right? And I just stare at him <laughs> as you go ahead and go, sir. And now he wants to push issues about military bearings, you know, uh, military uh, traditions. He goes, I just saluted you. I said, I'm aware of that. <laughs> you know, and I'm, tr- I'm trying my heart, you know, because you, know you guys know how I think. Yeah. In my mind, I'm having a totally different conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to be professional. I'm just going to turn this guy around. Right, and, uh, yeah. Him and, yeah. I'm just trying to be professional. I said, sir, I, I, I saw you. Well, isn't that, you know, don't you have to salute me back? I, uh, sir, the, sign is, the salute is a sign of respect. Have a good day. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Deuces. then, yeah. yeah, Deuces, you're out. You know, right. and that, that was that. Right. You know, but he was pushing the issue. And all that right. for what? For what? He what still ended up showing what? his ID. Yeah. yeah. There was no, you know there's a war going on. <laughs> You know, and you want to push these kind of issues. And, and you want to risk grandma not getting her right. medication. Yeah. And he could have been, he, he, he wasn't a video first amender, mm. but he was pushing his first amendment rights. He's just an asshole. And now there's assholes with cameras that do it. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Matt, I'll send you some of the videos of the good ones. Oh, yeah. yeah save your time. <laughs> no, because there are, there are some good ones out there and, and you know, you can, you can learn. Yeah, I mean, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that you have to push those buttons yeah. every time you, you get near a situation like yeah. that just because you saw a video. I mean, I'm all for people, but, you know, looking out for everybody's rights. I get that. But it seems like the ones that get the most attention yeah. are just the dickheads, you know, somebody just trying to make a living at Costco and here they are, you know, being fucking assholes. So let me flip the script. Let's say somebody broke into your house. You woke up, mm-hmm. you saw the guys wearing blue jeans and a white t-shirt. Okay. Run outside your door. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But 
you called the cops. You said, hey, he has blue jeans, white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And he's right down the street. Mm-hmm. They pull over a guy in a black, white jeans and blue T-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. They said, hey, hold on a second. Where, where are you coming from? Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, this is your house that got robbed. Okay. I don't have to tell you. Okay. Right? Okay. And you're like, that's him. That's the guy with blue, blue jeans, white T-shirt. Okay. I'm like, hey, excuse me. You know, hey, guy, let me see your ID. I'll have to show you. What's the question? What can, should they let him go? What, let him go. Well, they have to do an investigation because they were called for a crime. They're called for a crime. They have to do an investigation. But, but he wasn't on, at the scene of the crime. He matches the description. You just said earlier, description doesn't make it a crime. I didn't say description doesn't make it a crime. Yeah, isn't that what he said? I don't think he said description. Yeah, you, you said like um, something, to that, something to that effect. He said something to that effect. Because like, you said it earlier, if somebody pulls, you know, they ask you where are you going. Well, you matched. I said suspicion. Suspicion. Okay, suspicion, so he's suspicion sus- isn't a crime. Okay, so he's suspected if, of being the robber. But if they're suspicion of a crime, they can detain you. You just Did said you, earlier they couldn't. No, <laughs> they can't arrest you. They, they can't arrest you. you. They can. They can detain you to long enough to do. No, that's not what you said. You were like, it's not. It's not a crime. It, to be I, sus- that was. That was a. That was a different scenario. Was it? Yeah. What you I said was. What I said was. What I said was. Say. Say I'm. For instance, if if I am videotaping a Did you cop, just call doing, me Francis. No, I said <laughs> Francis. First name is Francis. It's not like Francis. call me Francis. If I am video, <laughs> if I'm videotaping, say a cop. Is that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put him on. Okay, I'll. I'll All right, we're gonna reverse we're, now. We're going to we're, uh, we're, finish. We'll continue this later. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll give you his it's number. It's like making an oath. Right. I mean, that's good discussion, though. I mean, but there's so many blur lines everywhere. There, 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 are, yeah. there are, and 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 you can't just, in fairness, you. I mean, to yourself, you can't just watch, just the shitty guys doing this. You have to really look for the good guys who are doing this. But why do they do it in the first place? Again, because they because there are a they lot. They want to prove I got a first amendment. I think there's if different I go intentions. Way out of my way. There, there are different intentions. Yeah. Um, a lot some of it. A lot of it is. Some are doing it legit. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, it's so. like you're going way out of your way to prove it first. Remember, man. if you're gonna call him from your phone, so we're gonna go ahead and call John, my buddy, who invited me up to Half Dome. Half Domer. His side of the story. Domer. Golden Domer. Okay. Yeah, we got a long show today, huh? We got, we got some deep conversations here. We, we do. We do. It's fine. Let's see what it's okay. Because I've been on the other side of the fence, and right. yeah. There's times you just want to string somebody's neck. You just want to snap oh, sure. neck. You Hello? Hey, John. This is Matt. We're with my brother Chris hey, and my cousin Matt, Paul. How are you doing? Good, good. So you're live on the podcast right now. Live on the podcast. Live on the podcast. Awesome. All right. Well, not live, but awesome. to be here. Thank you guys for uh, having me. Yeah. And, well, uh, don't thank us too soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they want to hear so your what, side what of the story. What are you talking about today? So we started off with my uh, half dome experience. Yeah. How great it was! Just the grandeur of it, and it lived up to the hype and everything I expected. It to I was going to say half dome, not my haircut. Right. <laughs> he has what, the same as me. What lies has Matt right. been telling about me? Well, you're going to decide. <laughs> yeah, that. that's why we're calling you. Matt said he oh, jogged up okay. there and made it in three hours. Is yeah, that true? yeah, that's me. He jogged. Yeah, <laughs> right. Although we did pass a guy who ran up and ran down, like no joke. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Matt said something about carrying everybody's pack. (laughs) No, I I I will say Matt um, is a lot tougher than his appearance would suggest. (laughs) So you're saying Matt looks wimpy? (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it was such a tough hike for me, um, not knowing what I was getting myself into. And, um, you know, I'm glad I did it, but it was, it was really tough. Uh, I figured if we were the Donner party, uh, Matt would have eaten me uh, long ago. <laughs> okay. So two things. One, you never answered my first question. <laughs> and two, great example. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what was that first question? So you think Matt looks wimpy? <laughs> oh, well. I'm not the most it, physically imposing guy, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> But Matt- no, it, it was such a great experience, and um, I, I just I, I felt a little unprepared for it. But uh, it, every everything Matt said it would be, uh, it was um, the the scenery and and the experience, and it, it was all um, all a really great you know experience for uh, for us. And I should well, mention awesome. uh, John's wife Kim. She's like a fucking gazelle. She just like I don't think she was winded the entire time. Did you call her a mountain goat? Yeah. <laughs> gazelle, graceful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but like the entire time, she was Good never winded. She's probably the most physically in shape person that I know currently. Like we literally went up five thousand feet, and I don't think she ever even got winded or had to breathe hard or anything the entire time. Just hopped up, no problem. And this is like, why we and, called you because that's not what messed right. up. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. But like we were trying to keep up with her and uh, her friend Tammy, who is. Um, Significantly older than I am, and I couldn't keep up. She's great shape. Get a great group of people. But yeah, she, John can attest to that. Yeah, and you know, you, you think you know your significant other, you know, but when, when they're put through a test like this, a physical test, and, and you see them exceed your your uh, expectations, you you know, I was in awe of her. I, I did, you know, when we were alone, I did tell her on the side, you know, hey, wow, you you really impressed me. I didn't expect that out of you, you know. Not that I had low expectations, but... Um, <laughs> well, well, John, actually, uh, it kind of sounds like you, you had low expectations of this Donner family. Well, yeah, you know, I had low expectations of Matt. Um, <laughs> and he also exceeded my, uh, my expectations, because um, at, at one point, I, he was waiting for me on Subdome, and I just told him to go ahead, um, you know, <laughs> Don't I'll, I'll, I'll go at my own pace. Save yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. Go. <laughs> Yeah, save yourself. You know, I'll just die quietly here. Right, yeah. You know, <laughs> he can like drag a me down the animal. <laughs> so, um, so Matt was you know, saying. And, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish it. Well, yeah, he he did uh, without hesitation. Left me on the side of that mountain <laughs> and uh, headed to the summit. So, uh, but I'm glad he he was able to achieve something that you know he he had said was on his bucket list. He left you with food, right? right. When you were down there, <laughs> yeah, food and water. Right. <laughs> so he was explaining that you guys got up before the crack of dawn. Zero three hundred hours yeah. was it? Three thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. Now we probably woke up at like two forty five. We actually started hiking about three three fifty. And he's saying so. that your 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 spouse is very organized. So my question is: Is yeah. she prior military? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you know, with, with Matt, Matt and I's work schedule, um, getting up that early it, isn't really that impressive. You know, it, it sounds more impressive than it is. I thought, we, I'm, we, I'm glad you was, said work schedule, not work ethics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah work schedule, right. It's, uh, and he's not old, as old uh, as me and Chris where it's impossible to get up that early. Right. Yeah, we, it, it, it's routine for us, so it's not really, you know, we shouldn't really be commended for that. <laughs> it's, it's just routine for us. Um, 
but yeah, to, to be out in the woods in the dark and, and starting the hike and, um, you know, it was probably the best way to do it to get an early jump and not have to be in the, you know, in the sun. It's also, uh, yeah, the heat of the day, get quite hot out there too. No, they have bears out there, right? Yeah, they do. So, you know, I mean, it, it, when it's dark, you're hopping over like a, a bear's little den. Right. <laughs> Could wake, have never yeah. known it. You never know. Wake up the poo bear and they'll, <laughs> you know, you're in trouble. Bears like these yeah, damn hikers. Yeah, we, you know. Throw your picnic basket yeah, at yeah, it. The, the worst yeah. we saw, or not worst, but the most uh, dangerous critter we saw is like these little squirrels that come up begging for trail mix and whatnot. <laughs> On the trail, at least, you know. But. Little terrorists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these yeah. are squirrels with fangs yeah. and boxing gloves. Yeah, yeah those squirrels were actually uh, pretty brave. I mean, they, they didn't seem afraid of people at all. Give me your food, um, bitch. Probably <laughs> due to the fact that people were feeding them, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're pretty aggressive, but. but yeah, I mean, yeah, headphones are not. Oh, like yeah, I said, I'm I mean, hiding your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you were in shorts on the crop. Your Take care of your nuts. Yeah, right. Right. Then you got a battle going yeah. on. But we got, uh, yeah, we got, the whole group got to Subdome or, you know, the shoulder, whatever it's called, you know, and just getting to that and its accomplishment in itself. I mean, that's a feat. Nobody explained that. Right. All you hear about prior to the hike is the cables, the cables, all oh, the kettle, the dreaded cables, you know, the 400 vertical fruit, you know, but nobody explained Subdome, which is out in the sun granite steps the entire way probably at least a thousand feet and no shade nothing there's maybe like one tree that the whole group kind of huddles under for shade for five ten minutes before you go up but like just getting getting to the cables past the ranger station is a feat in itself and like that shouldn't be a uh well you saw you know, pictures right i took the pictures no but i mean you saw pictures but no that's the thing all the research you do and I'm, I'm sure john can attest to this too like there's nothing mentioned about subdome. It's all the cables. I had no idea once we got past the ranger station that it's going to be another hell hike just to get to the cables. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, even there? right. I, there it is. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was under that same illusion where, you know, you do your seven-hour hike and then you hit the cables and go straight up, but that wasn't the case. I mean, I, I feel that, that's what killed my whole momentum with subdome is mm. where I made it to the cables, but just had a mental block and couldn't go the extra 400 feet. Mm. Um, I think Subdome just took it out of me at that point. Uh, yeah. That was the biggest ass kicker yeah, for me just, personally. I, it's, it's something I wasn't expecting and the altitude and, um, you know, uh, not that it would have made a difference if I knew about it. <laughs> it, it physically wiped me out. Yeah. Did Matt do any yoga poses when he got to the very top? <laughs> He might have, but he just didn't. He didn't take any pictures of it. <laughs> I think we're actually joking about that at one point. <laughs> well, I mean, because you're like, there's no shade. I'm like, well, it's half dome. Well, I mean, up to a certain point. I mean, the, most of it was actually shaded up until you get to subdome. Like it's it's right up to the tree line, and then the right. dome part just kind of pops up out of the out of the rest of the mountain. But yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, I should mention, um, uh, commend John for this. Is he's fairly scared of heights and you're literally walking on the side of a cliff and I get more credit than I, I probably uh, expected from him. <laughs> like we're on the side of a cliff. And at one point he actually, uh, we took a picture right next to this waterfall and like, I don't know, what do you think, John, maybe five, 10 feet behind us is the drop of the waterfall. We thought, okay. okay yeah. So, so like your stab back at him for saying you look no, intimidated. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. But um, no, I'm saying like, it's, for somebody that is afraid of heights, I mean, not just John, but anybody, like, it's it's legit. Like, it's not, it's no joke. People do die out there, like, yeah, for real. Yeah, like you mentioned, when when we stopped halfway up trying to catch our breath, 
And, you know, I'm staying as close to the rock as I can. I'm trying to become one with the mountain. And I look over, and you're sitting literally on the ledge. And I said, oh, my God, get off of that ledge. But first, let me take a picture of you. Because I feel like this will be the last picture of you if you turn the wrong way and fall. There's got to so, be evidence. I remember that I did take that picture, but only because I thought you were going to fall off that ledge. Right. Yeah. So you wanted a before and after? Right. I, I wanted the last picture to, to have the last photo of you. Right. Of him Very smiling. Nice. And yeah. You didn't throw him a rope. You just took yeah. a picture. <laughs> The ledge before Matt yeah. fell, the ledge after Matt fell. Uh, sorry, Amy, but I got his last moment. Yeah, so there you go. I, yeah I, I needed something to give Amy. You know, right. hey, he was having a good time. Right. Yeah, he, was, he was so happy. Yeah, I, I clicked. And I don't know what happened. He's just gone after that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was so yeah. I'm glad John backed me up. Like it did live up to the hype. It was a full experience of just got to yeah, do it. Yeah, because you you know another thing which I, I didn't take into account. You know, when you're when we were headed up. And you go to stand upright at some of the spots, you know, your, the weight of your backpack does kind of throw you off as well. So with the altitude and, you know, if you're staring down and you get a little dizzy and you stand up and the weight of the backpack, because a couple times when I stood up, I did feel the weight of the backpack and gravity pull me slightly back, yeah. you know, and if you don't have your footing, um, you could easily, I could see somebody just tumbling backwards, you know? Yeah. I can see that. So you got to lean forward, like walking into the wind. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, on some parts, for sure. That's the way. So how are you describing it, John? Yeah. Um, at, at one point, I, so the part, we, we were in a party of 13, and I think uh, when Wait. we first started going up, four of them already turned around and said, I'm coming back down. I'm how, many not are, doing how many are in a Donner party? <laughs> we were all the Donner party. <laughs> how many original people were in the Donner party? 87. Right. Yeah, I, I kept... I kept imagining the Donner party. And, Go ahead. Yeah, like I figured Matt would be eating me at some point because <laughs> I, I, I gave up at the last 400 feet. Um, but, but, you know, there was I was with two other ladies while Matt and I believe, I think five others went, went up to the summit. So me and two ladies were, um, you know, encouraging each other, motivating, you know, each other up the side of this mountain. And um, at one point, I hear the lady go, oh, my God, what's a plane doing up here? <laughs> he mentioned and I that. turned to look, and sure enough, there's a plane flying by us. And I'm like, <laughs> holy crap. This is way too high. It's probably out of Lemoore. Yeah. Naval Air Station. Yeah. Or Mer- Merced. Uh, well, that was close, Tom. Lemoore is down by Visalia. Yeah, I mean, they were military aircraft. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's yeah. probably Merced then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, it was like an A-10 or something. It was like a Warthog or something, wasn't it? Yeah, there's an A-10 up there and a couple of F-18s. So, yeah, there's Air Force. And yeah. More, yeah, but, yeah, military for sure, like fighter jets. Well, John, I know how you guys feel because, you know, I, I just celebrated my my uh, 50-something birthday. And, Second, 50 and, and, and I dominated the hills over at Alcatraz. <laughs> and, oh, that's awesome. And I bought a badge from the gift shop to prove it. <laughs> so uh, I, I know, I know how you guys feel. Yeah, I know how you guys feel, you know. Having <laughs> right. Right. Your struggle. Yeah. He's a volunteer yeah. ranger well, now with that badge, by the really. way. <laughs> Junior ranger. Well, yeah, you're certified at yeah. this point. Um, well, that, it's funny that you, you mentioned that because when, when we did get down and we had dinner and we did go to the gift shop, we actually said there should be a shirt or something, a bumper sticker that said, I survived half dome or I climbed sub dome or yeah. I quit yeah. sub dome or something. But yeah, I, quit. I think they yeah. would make a killing off of that, but there was none of that. Yeah, nothing. Well, there's in a the bu- gift shop. There's a business idea. Yeah. 
Something, yeah. I'm yeah, sure. I, I yeah. thought for sure. Set up at the bottom you know? of the... Yeah, set yeah, up right, right outside the ranger station. Yeah, I was going to say, entrance to <laughs> the park, have your own yeah. shirt, T-shirt shop. Yeah. yeah, or, you know, I was looking for... You know, I cli- I quit sub-dome, you know, or something. <laughs> quit. I thought about climbing a half-dome. Yeah, I thought about it, but then it changed my mind, yeah. I chickened out at half-dome. I read about I can't be the only one. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks for input, John, and uh, you know, telling your side of the story. But thanks well, for being on the yeah, show. No problem. Thanks thank for being you. on the show. Hey, John. It yeah. Was, thank you for having me. It, it was a complete flex for you to pull your wife aside and say, "Hey, you're a total machine," and, <laughs> and, and I acknowledge that. That's a yeah. flex. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys letting me call in and uh, voice my uh, my disapproval of this hike. Right. <laughs> All right, John. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Thanks All again. right. Thanks again. Yep. All right, John. Yeah, he's a good dude. Good yeah, dude. like I said, like the, nice the group guy. I uh, the group I went with is the best group of people. I couldn't have asked for better. They they accepted me into their herd. So <laughs> take it that. Right. Sounds like sounds like fun though. You guys it was a, it was a blast, and I want to do it again. Had a good time and yeah, good time of year and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't have been worked out better. Imagine if you went with my buddies. Well, first of all, we wouldn't have got even. To yeah, the we wouldn't be having this podcast. Right we now. just yeah. been drinking <laughs> beer at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah it should imagine probably I didn't have a beer up. You know, yeah. leading up to it. Yeah, I drank beer at the base of. Like, but we did at the very end. One of the other guys, Ken, he's like, yeah, I could taste that right now. <laughs> Just the whole time on the way back. So are oh, you I allowed to like money. have one in your backpack and drink it at the top? I, I'm sure you could, but I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> because uh, of the altitude. Yeah. Well, not just the altitude. It's not weed. It's not going to get twice as bad. Alcohol is well, still, still, I mean, you get dehydrated and, you know, yeah. it's not level ground. Right. If you feel it a little bit, you're going to feel it. And it's, okay. it's not, yeah. it's not recommended. I'm, I, I, don't think say, it's, I know weed has an effect at higher. Chris altitude. isn't saying. Just, just out yeah. of, we did that know, when we got back to I the bottom of the car. Yeah, bottom of the car, everybody, he started handing out those silver bullets. That's not saying don't do it. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying it's not advised. All right, that's a wrap for today. Show guys, we got into our first amendment wackos, <laughs> monster <laughs> movies. FJB, <laughs> here we go. What do you say? Here we go. You, you don't even want to say JB, something no. about an investigation in Florida House or something. <laughs> yeah. Something about, yeah, something about news magazines and top secret. I don't know. So. Something anyway, for another show. It's another show. You know, I'm just going to do my own show. <laughs> Time will tell on that show. I'll just, I'll just do my own show. Time will tell. <laughs> All right, everyone. Another show. Matt's going to be uh, busy. Go Cal Bears. Go Vacaville Jets. With the uh, Vacaville Jets. And also, um, Oregon Evans. Stuff, Raiders. Right? Evans in in-house league. He's not playing games or anything, okay. but he's on the ice and soccer. Right. Two-sport athlete. And then we're going to have some... Whoa. And then, uh, oh, that was from half. And then we're also going to yeah. have some. Uh, yeah. We're also going to have some uh, some road trips to Oregon. Okay. Yeah. We so. got to do that. Yeah. So that's it for us. We'll see you on the next one. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, see you next time. Deuces.